0: Hi podcast. I'm Annie. Uh, this is Bill. Uh, this is the podcast for Saturday, May nineteenth. I have no idea, dude. This is guys. our uh, uh, pre-Star Wars podcast. That's right. Bill is very excited about you. Don't you about realize Star Wars next the week. only reason we're recording a podcast ever is because I thought someday we might record a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. And next week is the thirty-fifth anniversary. Next Friday, the twenty-fifth, is the thirty-fifth anniversary of the release of the first Star Wars movie. Is it? I am going to shit a Beagle all week long. I'm going to go get my PlayStation 3, yeah. bring it to the basement. Uh-huh. I'm going to be watching the goddamn Star Wars Blu-rays all week going, oh, oh. Uh, well, not the <laughs> prequel <cool> bullshit. Oh, <laughs> uh, the original movies. That's ones. right, Bill. <laughs> but I, well, I have the original movies on a dvd but it's like the actual original theatrical cut. oh nice i'll be watching that shit
1: yeah well, i'm excited for you Bill.
0: we might we may have a special guest star mike russell coming next week to record a podcast we don't know what the hell we're doing next week but... <laughs> we're all,
1: as y'all know we are freestyling all the time 24 hours a day i'm just saying so yeah so what's
0: up how's your week
1: um man i've been uh really pretty much spent my, my entire week mainlining max
0: Payne. how's that I really enjoyed Max Payne. Okay, I'm going to sound ridiculous here. And I'm wear aware of this. I can't believe you like a game called Max Payne. The fact that there's a game called Max Payne. It sounds like a game that came from the Simpsons world. Pretty it's much. like the bone storm of video well, games. Well,
1: to be fair, it knows it's it's so it's yeah, anyway, ridiculous. But pay. yeah, you have a thing. No, okay, hey. this is ridiculous. I know. But I did not 100% acknowledge in my heart of hearts that Max Payne was just a straight up shooter. Yeah, when I
0: start, I don't know why. It, at no point have I been buying because you didn't even something you rented. You threw down sixty bucks for this goddamn game.
1: Well, I genuinely at the end of the day, I know they have no need for my scrilla. I know they're doing yeah, fine, it's Rockstar, but Rockstar has earned my money.
0: Okay, well, it's really come down to that. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't those, uh, that that's about the same time last year they put out Ellie Noire, right? Yeah. So it's Those are they're kind of like annual summertime. I mean, game. at the end
1: of the day, oh, okay. I am a graphic snob, and Max Payne is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen on is those really nice? It I is gorgeous. One to talk
0: about it, other than that. It's stupidly gorgeous Everyone's just been Kind of like Talking about it Like oh it's the other game That's coming out this week That's not Diablo 3 Well
1: maybe that's it Maybe I am so not Tuned in to Diablo 3 I'm However I'm I'm, I'm really hungry For a game right now the And Diablo Max Payne Scratch We'll talk it. about
0: The Diablo 3 thing But that is oh, Overblown we'll, ridiculous We'll get to that It's in a not saying. bad But, but yeah. yeah
1: Max Payne the 3rd It is beautiful They're actually the <laughs> That's what it is Max Payne 3 oh, I thought you said Max Payne the 3rd <laughs> I did say Max Payne the 3rd <laughs>
0: That's even better You're so He done his grandpa thing. Thing. He'd done his grandpa Isn't proud this the game that originally started off like the first like uh concept art like two or three years ago was like fat max pain, like he was going ball. Oh yeah. And shit. No,
1: he shaves his is, head. Is he like that in the game?
0: Is no, he it's actually up?
1: great. The, the the costume design I've never is played fantastic. Any of these games. The I hadn't played the first two games either. I know of them, I know of bullet time oh. and graphic novel like cutscenes and um oh, okay. overblown um intern like internal monologue. That's but what the I know thing of max is, Payne. It's
0: got like the matrixy jumpy shooty slow-mo stuff. Yeah, right? but yeah, okay. it this kind of like it established that. Gaming. Pills,
1: pills. I take a pills. No, so um uh no, it's actually re- the costuming is really beautiful. I mean, I hate to say it, but Rockstar has outdone themselves. He's really yeah. beautiful, but it's kind of ridiculous because it's just cut scene, shooting sequence, Cut sh- scene, shooting sequence. Well, that
0: sounds like if you're playing a game called Max Payne, that's what you're kind of in for. It's that's that's so why you long, bought the game. It's
1: been so long since I played a straight up balls to the wall shooter. Yeah, because you don't play action games. Very I don't often, play shooters unless they're cut with something else. I don't play like, shooters. Well, Red Dead is really that's like an exploration.
0: More... Yeah, it's the That's a what shooting. I'm
1: saying. I was totally like, even LA Noir, Like at least they had all like the like you had to drive everywhere until you had the illusion <laughs> of a free world. Sort the of shooting thing.
0: in that was the combat in that no. game wasn't very. I the
1: can't... shooting in Max Payne was actually pretty. I mean, I enjoyed it once I accepted the fact that it actually was a shooter <laughs> and accepted the reality. You're playing on easy it. difficulty. Oh fuck yes! Are sure? Of course, always. It's your lady. I'm not very good at shooters. Are you kidding? It's yeah. got a great assistance mode. <laughs> I'm excited about it. However, I thought I was really, I was really bad at uh, it. But then I fired at the multiplayer and I killed everyone. Do you
0: happen to? Know... Oh, how many games did you play?
1: Uh, three. Oh, okay, just and not I the... had a three to one kill the death so you... streak
0: Jesus as ratio. Christ. So it you're really good, good at max pain too. It's Maybe. Not... Yeah. Well, I especially because it's not like the multiplayer is going to be on easy mode like you're used to playing. Well, the I campaign. think it's
1: that the multiplayer is um uh very. Mary, I am a run and gun sort of person yeah. and it uh behooves you to run and gun.
0: If you remember to use cover. Do you know who which uh, Rockstar team made this game? Cuz there's different Rockstar ones. so there's Vancouver, like the Red Dead team, I think,
1: Rockstar Vancouver. Okay. Though of course the way I can't Rockstar remember works is which all the teams.
0: one was the... I'm sure the all I think Rockstar in. D-
1: San Diego was yeah. was Red Dead. But it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. There are actually a number of mo- moments in that game where they are very obviously like, you know what? Um Modern Warfare, Uncharted 3. Yeah, fuck you guys. We're going to outrender your environments. Huh. Like, there are um, huge stretches of um, the sequence that are in Brazil to remind me of moments in... Um, both Modern Warfare and Uncharted, and they did better job. Oh
0: damn! Okay. It was.
1: I mean, it's. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was is it beautiful. like?
0: Is it 60 frames per second or something like that? I'm not the something?
1: person to answer that question. I have no idea. You would
0: be able to tell if it was because there's like, like if you like when people I look did at not Call notice Duty, any lagging. the or frame rate. Right, people like, oh, no, I understand
1: what it is. I
0: know, no, but I'm just <laughs> saying that like when when a game is usually 60 frames per second, it's you can pretty much so. It's, it's, I just I'm think, sure.
1: empirically, I thought it was more than one of the most beautiful games I've seen. And, like, the character, like, models and everything. So Rockstar has a house style of acting yeah. that you can... It's kind of ridiculous. And there's a certain degree of clipping and everything with the mo-caps that's just kind of... It's, there are moments where they try really hard, but there are moments where it feels really ungrounded. Mm-hmm. This is such a focused narrative and such a focused sort of cinematic thing that they were really able to trim out all of that, and mm. it's just beautiful. And like the costume design from start to finish is beautiful.
0: Who originally made the Max Payne games? Because I know,
1: remedy. Oh, it's the Alan Wake
0: guys. Yeah, and for some reason they lost that franchise and ended up making Alan Wake instead. I think it's one of of those things like
1: like Red Dead. Oh yeah, Dead. that's actually
0: a good point because they picked up. Well, actually, even Ellie Noir was something Rockstar came in at the last minute and picked up. Well, Red Dead, Ellie Noir, and Max Payne are all things they, the rocks. Yeah, oh, I'm just saying, Red Dead
1: is the or, Rockstar is the best ringer in the industry. Hmm. The game is beautiful.
0: You know what they should do? They should do a Kingdom of MMO. They should pick that up. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that right is. now. We're talking Those about Max Payne. Bastards. So, um, uh,
1: God. yeah. So no, it is. And and like, I was actually really surprised because you don't often see very many games that actually deal with the. Wh- horrors of I've warfare. heard that when you shoot people in this game, like their face
0: falls apart.
1: It's not I mean, just like
0: a little jet of like It's really nicely
1: done. Like there are there are moments where I shot someone in an artery or like a clipped an artery and yeah. they fall on the floor and there's blood like spurting. I like, can it's, it's intense. There's a like there there the the opening and the climax center around you have it, you have evoked so much carnage that you come to the last man and he has and been an explosion. His leg has been blown off. His his skin is almost burnt to a crisp. And he, I mean, he's going to die. And, he, and there are a couple of times, moments in the game where you get to see Hilarious. it's not abstract. I mean,
0: of course, yeah. you're you're well. No, that's through. actually
1: cool because you don't see that in games. You don't see the consequences. It's interesting because, of
0: course, it's a glorification. Do the of bodies disappear when you walk away? No. Oh, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. That was I mean, be, Yeah, okay. It's it's. I mean, it's it, 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 it. What was fascinating though is it pretty much is Rockstar like Rockstar just make a movie. Just come, I mean, it's so transparently like, just a movie. Well, with shooting all their sequences. stories
0: though, like their stories are not necessarily that interesting because like all their stuff is just kind of like mm. oh we're just gonna take like oh like you mm. know like uh, Vice City was just what story are they ripping off from Max Payne? Um, it feels What's like an movie? amalgamation
1: of every single um.
0: Uh, Bruce Willis cuz I, I love Rockstar but they tend to just crib from movies and stuff like that.
1: Well, okay, if you if in Die Hard Bruce Willis was not visiting his wife, <gasps> if he was instead visiting if his wife had died brutally in visiting so the took, gun factory, he took a job in Brazil. Oh, okay, okay. It okay, pretty okay, much okay. feels like Die Hard yeah. to even though it's not at all Die
0: Hard. I why hasn't anyone made a good Die Hard video game? Granted, you know what? Because in a video game, you have to be able to kill at least five hundred people, and there's never, and there's no Die Hard movie where there's five hundred terrorists.
1: I'm just saying, Absolutely. if you want a Die Hard video game, play Max Payne. Okay, man, you mind if I borrow this sometime? Uh, maybe if I'm not totally compelled by this multiplayer. I'm just I'm saying, maybe. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let. Oh. I, I'm just saying. I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. So you're not
0: coming back to Minecraft on Xbox anytime soon. No.
1: Let me put it <laughs> this way. I liked it so much. God I did not order it. the special edition. However, I did buy on eBay the statue from the special edition. And Max will be joining our video game man harem. Aww. That's how strongly I Is it kind of like Nathan Drake's size? Hopefully. Aww. Yeah. My, Is he fat as a girl. statue? No, sadly no. Well, it's it's kind of like the character... I Max can't The ma- character modeling. I was really impressed. Like, on Max. Because over the course of the game, he goes from being kind of clean-shaven and fallen to, like, full bushy beard and shave his head. Yeah. Like, they have flex of gray through his beard. I can't okay. get over how beautiful it was. It was beautiful. How so, long God, was it get Max Payne. Oh, well, I, we got it on Tuesday night, and we beat it yesterday. Jesus so, Christ. Well, that was so your weekend, though. It was So like, you had a
0: full days. So yeah, yeah.
1: It was, like, I don't know, like eight hours.
0: So that's the boy Howdy. A uh, p- uh, review of Max Payne Three. <laughs> I How liked many, it. You give
1: it nine bullets out of ten. <laughs> I never, I enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to. I'm not a shooter person. Ten
0: headshots out of a. Uh,
1: I don't know if I can qualify. I don't know if I can say it, it's a good shooter because I'm not a shooter person. No, you you like the
0: game, Who but I enjoyed it, it and I it's enjoyed like playing to, it. It's not like we have to qualify it. Like it's yeah. a good shooter. Maybe not that good of a role playing game or a simulator of pants. No. It was a so really he had good, a good time. Sailor. That's all. That's yeah. all the only thing that matters. Yeah. So it's like Minecraft, Minecraft is terrible. That's a terrible shooter.
1: However, my my wife did make a comment as we started playing it. She was like, "What would what would this game be like if it was a woman?
0: Name what? It still, named
1: Max Payne a woman? A woman oh, you mean Payne. if the oh, it's just the protagonist prim- was a woman? Could you you get, could have the exact no same mirroring? narrative from start to finish and have it be a woman. And it, we we said the he whole not have game. Sex with no. Oh, okay. He's he is a broken. The game is about a dude who's suffering like through. Like he, he his his life has has bottomed out. He is an alcoholic and he's addicted to drugs. And and it he it's is, about that, him. is that
0: the pills you're taking. Yeah. Okay.
1: And it's uh, you are That's at the bottom of it. the barrel and you are. It's basically Max Eros. trying to claw his way out. Okay. And it, it so he is not a sexual creature at all. He is a broken, battered man. And it's about him. Like he 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 gets himself in this situation. And he fights his way out and tries to maybe change his life.
0: Rockstar needs to make the Game of Thrones games. Fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the rpg came out this week and everyone said it was terrible i was gonna terrible.
1: say i've looked it up in metacritic just out of curiosity i guess it's it actually is based metacritic.
0: off of the show too like i guess so well maybe it's at least been some in development
1: the... for a while I'll, so at I'm the 11th sure. hour i doubt finish. they have any of
0: the character faces well
1: let me I'm finish motherfucker. at the 11th hour <laughs> the show was doing really well so they got the likeness of a couple of people so they got oh, okay. the likeness of the dude who played um lord mormont up on in, in nice watch and like that's
0: it two other people
1: t- yeah t- 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 and their voices.
0: Lord Mormont, not even Jorah Mormont. No. Wow. Well, because
1: it focuses on a Dune of the Night's Watch and Oh,
0: okay, okay. So it's not just an overview of like the first season or something. It is or the first it is a totally
1: unique narrative, apparently. Well, okay,
0: that's not too bad.
1: Well, apparently, like the story is pretty solid and there's some good plot twists in it, but you have to slog through the game to get to it, so it's not worth it.
0: Unfortunate. And Poor God folks. knows there's enough story already baked into the books that you don't have to go out of your way to find more story to enjoy in the game. There, the I universe. have
1: like no games coming out this year, so guess what? In two weeks I'll buy it from.
0: Yeah, there's nothing. What? Oh, what? uh, South Park got bumped in uh, 2013.
1: My God! So literally, I think the only game that's coming out the rest of this year that I have pre-ordered is um, uh, Dishonored, and other than that. Nothing. What's
0: Dishonored? Isn't Last of Us still supposed
1: to be coming out this year? Technically, I think it's gonna be like G- December 25th Did you see? Or something, man,
0: sorry if you don't like video games,
1: <laughs> dude. Sorry if you don't like video games for encountering the Boy Hattie podcast, where we talk about video games. I, I, the time, I, anyway. I feel
0: bad for anyone who's just like wants to hear us talk about the Legend of core, and they're like, "Oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck? What the hell is this?" Like Maxwell. Bill, you need bullshit. to accept that the ultimately
1: the only audience for the Boy Hattie podcast is you and me. I know. And all the other poor well, suckers. We're just gotta...
0: popular stuff. It's not like it's not like video games are super niche. It's not like The Legend of Korra is super niche. It's not like Game of Thrones is super niche. It's just maybe everyone being fanatically interested in all of those things (laughs) at once, that's a little niche. But yeah, anyway.
1: Um... Anyway, um, yeah, no, no games coming out this year. Really, I'm so sad. Um, however, one thing that is kind of nice for you and me is that we are not PC havers. We are Mac havers, and Dear Esther just came out for the yeah.
0: Mac, which I had no idea right before the podcast. And he's like, "Oh, I played Dear Esther." I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, no, no, no. Not only did it finally come out for Mac this week, it was on sale until yesterday. I totally <laughs> missed out on it. Well, it's Steam. It means it'll be like five cents next week." <laughs> All I have to do is wait. But that's great, because there's no yeah. combat in the game or anything, right? It's just exploration. Dear Esther is just a first-person... Isn't it kind of like Loom? Well, not loo, Loom. Uh, M- Mist. Yeah. Somewhat. There are no
1: puzzles. You literally no, but just explore that- an environment, and as you go through environment, randomly triggered are entries from, like, a diary Yeah, of a dude who's talking experience that happened. That's
0: right, Bill. (laughs) No, if you're going to have a story in a game, it should be an organic part of the environment, not just like you hit a checkpoint and someone... It's like being on an an amusement park ride at Disneyland and suddenly Chuck E. Cheese shows up and he's like, I will now read you the story of Ben Franklin. Well, the whole point, Bill... Chapter one. This game is fucking terrible. (laughs)
1: The whole point, Bill, is it's not like a triple A title, it's an art game. They're I trying know. To Oh different. I
0: see, it's artsy, so when it's terrible, it's on purpose.
1: Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> Bill <Muddred. laughs> You're right, Bill. If it's not trying if it's not do- if it's not doing anything except what is accepted as a mainstream. I'm game. just saying Minecraft doesn't
0: slow you down. <laughs> you tell them to play a lot of Minecraft. Yeah. Like, oh, Minecraft Bill. doesn't slow you down with Story. Jesus or, Christ. You know. But no, so how much did I, you play? Oh no, this is why I feel pathetic.
1: So I boot it up and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can play it. First I had to clear space on my computer to make room for it because what my is tragically hard. I have like three hundred and fifty meg, but I have a lot of I do a lot of video editing on my computer and I have trouble transferring. You have three hundred
0: and fifty meg, yeah, you will I'm trying yeah. gig. I know, I know. Fuck I know. you! I just Someone at home listening to this would be like, hey. No wonder she got in the highway.
1: Anyway, I had to spend like half an hour clearing enough space to put it on there. Not that it requires much, but I had one You should free. throw it out for like a terabyte hard drive. I do... have
0: three terabyte <laughs> yeah. hard drives. I got interviewed for Nintendo Power this week, and they want yeah. excerpts of some of my old artwork. And I just yeah. realized I'm going to have to plow through like six old hard drives to yeah. find like the stuff they want for this like little interview thing. Yeah. Uh, not to, oh man, I just need to drop Nintendo Power. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Bill. Way to go. No! Anyway, oh, so. Oh, should I even said that? I'm going to have to edit that out. I got interviewed by uh, Swank. <laughs> anyway. Hillary Swank. I so... love her work and boys don't cry. <laughs> have you <laughs> ever seen Boys Don't Cry? No. God, if no. If think Game of Thrones, will fuck you up. Exactly. I was a straight, fat, white guy in the theater going, oh my butthole. <laughs>
1: I don't want That's to be being on this no, planet anymore. I do not like movies that make me sad. You are? I am a shallow person who doesn't like to watch movies that make me sad.
0: Oh, God. Boys don't cry.
1: Anyway, right, I, uh, uh, I spent half an hour deleting Shift so I could download it. So really spent Then longer. I spent half an hour trying to figure out how to get my, my Xbox controller to hook up. Because I just got the new Mass Effect Razer controller, which I'm in love with, by the way. Oh, so it is wired. It is fabulous. Well, I plug it in, it doesn't work. And then I go, oh, and I fuck around, and I'm like, you oh, wait, have... wait, wait, I have to download a driver. So yeah, I download the driver, I and I plug it in. I did this
0: again with Minecraft when I was playing on the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I...
1: And it didn't work still, because it wasn't a driver for that controller. So it's like, oh, I'll grab my Xbox controller, and I go to plug it in, but my Xbox controller is wireless.
0: Yeah, you need a wired controller. And so, and yeah. I, I with Minecraft, I got it situated to wh- so where I could look up, but couldn't look down. <laughs> I could strafe left and right, but not yeah. cannot turn left and right. I could, yeah. yeah. It was I don't. I and I'm just I, gonna say, you know what? I the, learned how to do wasd uh, mouse. Right. That's the that's, 30 that's,
1: minutes that it took me to try and set it up made me not want to play the game. Which, by the way, does not speak well of me ever becoming a PC gamer. Um,
0: play Minecraft. Teach you how to play. I'm just God saying. That's the only way I could play piece, like computer based games, especially anything that's first person, is yeah. just because like and with that like you could make it so the monsters aren't there so you can walk around and totally your own thing. But like I can't imagine playing any kind of like anything outside of like Minecraft or Dear Esther where you're actually being attacked by stuff while yeah. learning learning how to control that whole keyboard mouse thing, my head would explode. What
1: I dropped my ring. Oh, your wedding
0: ring! You should tell. Me. I could have. It landed right by. Me. I could have picked it up.
1: Anyway, yeah, no, I, I look forward to playing it, but <laughs> it's not. It did not put me in the correct state. Uh, mental state. Speaking of art games, I read this week. Uh, I read uh, Rise in the Video Games. Oh have You heard that? this? Oh,
0: no, you know what? The only. Oh, uh, I heard about this in uh, context of uh, this lady named Jen Frank. She used to work from One Up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about how she read it. She, she had to post her own review about it this week. Yeah. And then she was talking about another book about, uh, writing, which sounded really interesting. And they had that, this book for writing on sale for Amazon for like $3. And so I got mm-hmm. that and it's actually kind of boring. <laughs> anyway, that has
1: nothing to do with the rise <laughs> of the video game zainsters.
0: <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. So
1: when this game came, or the book came out, I I saw about it a lot online, but I didn't really read anything about it. Yeah,
0: I didn't hear about this book until, like, literally, like, three days ago. So
1: I, I, I picked it up at Powell's. Man, that is an angry book. I was surprised. Why, why is the lady so angry? Well, it's so it's basically about, um, it's about all, uh, I hate to say it's about indie video games because that's not really what it's about. Basically, it looks at the rise of video games and how video game stories and, and gameplay are controlled by corporations and ultimately are controlled by what's marketable. Mm. And so what we need is a revolution of... Not even indie developers, because she's talking... She's calling for, like, one a person. Thrill. Like, basically people just making their own games, just so that they can tell their own stories and have different voices out
0: there. Dylan and I were having a conversation, uh, actually this afternoon that was not entirely divorced, about this, where uh, she, she was uh, just really grumpy this week about how... Everyone's been talking about uh, how much money, like, the Avengers has been making. Yeah. And, like, it's a comic book thing that where none of that movie's really getting funneled back into the comic book industry. Even though it's Marvel-produced. Yeah. All that money's just going back into Marvel's, like, movie production arm, and none none of that movie's gonna... None of that money's gonna enter into the actual comic book side of things. Yeah. And she was just talking about how, like, it sucks that, like, comic books, the one medium that one person can effectively create all by themselves... Yeah. and, ...and reach a lot of people is like the most underfunded, like kicked in the balls medium. Yeah. Whereas like video games and movies and stuff like that, like, you know, that they get these humongous budgets, but, you know, it's those are produced by two thousand people yeah. per project. But and we were then... talking about how it would be cool video games if you could if it could be just as simple as like making a comic, one person could do it. Yeah. Because even with an indie game, you probably need at least half a dozen people and and as we saw, like even with like all this the people Kickstartering uh indie games, you mm-hmm. need like hundreds of thousands of dollars just to do oh, an yeah. indie game. Yeah. Well,
1: the thing is, is that, well, this is part of what she discusses. It's like, she's like, she's like, don't, that's to make a really polished, professional triple-A kind of game, or even like a double-A. Make a.
0: Minesweeper.
1: <laughs> but she, basically what she's calling for, she's like, don't worry about money, don't worry about necessarily even quality, just get something out there to tell a Does sort of story. Does she explain how you do this? Yeah. Because oh, that's yeah. a
0: nice ideal, but how do you execute them?
1: Well, it, she she calls out a bunch of freeware tools and close to freeware okay, tools that's not too bad. to do it. But it was really interesting because it was just so angry. And it, what, it was really focusing on art games. Like, art games. Just to, to do a, a, a game to get a different perspective out there. Which I don't think is wrong, but... Huh. It's definitely... I'm kind of curious what, this, it was the, what first the author's
0: background is. Like, exactly in, like what... Games. But, like... She she talks well, I about. I wonder that. what instigated her to actually write this book.
1: Well, she very Man, clearly. I'm gonna put
0: this. I'm gonna actually put this on my wish list. It's. I, I
1: so. will load it to you because it's. Or it oh can, yeah yeah
0: exactly yeah. But
1: um, it's uh, it's an it's worth reading. It's the first time I have ever seen anyone call for creating video games for the sake of art, as opposed to for the sake of yeah compelling. exactly. Because she 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 doesn't necessarily talk about compelling gameplay. Or qu- I no, hate she, to she, and self-expression this. over yeah over necessarily even quality.
0: the oh, you, you have guys like Jason Rohrer, and there's a couple guys who are even doing that. Like where it really is kind of like a one guy team where they're, yeah. they're making abstract games where it's not even supposed to be fun or anything like that. It's just here's a thing. It
1: did make me want to make. I mean, because I I like anyone who's played a video game. I have always been like, oh, I'm gonna make a video game. But it did it did a good job of making fueling that call to action. But man, that game is angry because she's a queer trans.
0: Woman. So does that mean she started off as a guy or a lady? I always get confused. So start, she's a guy. She
1: is a woman.
0: She is a woman now. Man, I don't want to get into this. Are we miss. doing this? I'm going to back away, away gently gender from this, identity. Especially I, because Bill doesn't know what he's talking about. Say, I'm going to shut
1: up. We're just gonna, she's a woman, and she's. But okay, she's that's just basically I talking about how her, her yeah, okay. perspective. Her perspective is not at all represented. And so she spent a lot of time making games trying to communicate her perspective and and, and make games that are meaningful to her. It was very interesting, but it was angry. It was yeah. super angry.
0: Super Mario Brothers that super mushroom didn't do anything where you could start off small and you get fat real quick. That's like that's that's kind of identity politics right there. <laughs> Anyway,
1: it was, very, it was worth reading. It big, was very
0: interesting. Big Beautiful Marios.
1: It was a sort of perspective I don't big think Big Beautiful it's... Warios. I think the... <laughs> I'm gonna keep, keep talking. That's my favorite BBW. Oh, Bill. I'm glad you really took the point of this. <laughs> no, <laughs> so... I understand. I'm just trying to lighten up the
0: conversation because this ain't the fucking Oscars. <laughs> Because the Oscars are a place to celebrity conversation. What's the video Oscars? This ain't no GDC. What <laughs> the fuck ain't no VGA. No, it's no, that's that, that sounds... Oh, it was so, interesting. This
1: is, yeah, Rise, Rise of the Video of the games, Game Z- Zinesters. Zinesters an by... An angry book that is an interesting. Oh, oh.
0: Anna Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right, they dick about it. No, it was I said interesting. Boom, 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 I really baby. enjoyed it, but it was interesting. It was a boom. kind of uh, perspective I don't hear about very often in games. I'm a
0: baby. I need my baby oh, turkey Bill. leg.
1: Anyway,
0: I'm just saying. And Anthony B, you know what? Uh uh Tell me about
1: Diablo 3, Bill. Tell me
0: about Diablo the Peppermace. Pepper Mace. <laughs> oh, there's a funny. I I am I'm trying to recall all the great like punk uh band names like uh, I've ever heard in my life and I can't think. Hey of Bill, names. tell me about Diablo the Diablo 3. You, you 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 Diablo 3. I Diablo three was obviously not on my radar because I don't play PC games, um, and up until like early this week, everyone I know on Twitter is like losing yeah. their. shit. I read shits. an article
1: on Rock Paper Shotgun that said basically like if you're like anyone else, or maybe it's Kentucky, if you're like anyone else, you're e- e- sleeping, eating, and like drinking yeah, Diablo three right Diablo. now.
0: And uh, the only reason I got interested in it because I found out there's a Mac version, and any game where a Mac version is released day and date with the mm, yeah. PC game. Yeah. I'm interested, because that never happens for Mac games. Yeah. Especially for a big company like Blizzard, where they're known for really polished games. Like, even the games that you, you may not be interested in that genre always sounds kind of interesting, because you know if they're going to try to make it access, accessible to non-fans of that genre. Yeah. They'll probably try to do that. And so, that uh, so I got interested and I actually got some codes off... Uh, 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 actually, Tim Cappella, uh a uh, uh, person who follows me on Twitter, he actually sent me three codes uh for uh there's like a demo version of Diablo that you can download mm-hmm. that lets you get, you get I think you get up to like level 13 in the game. Yeah. And uh for free, you don't have to buy it or anything like that. It's it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um do, do you you played Baldur's Gate, right? Yeah. It is Baldur's Gate yeah except you just instead of using a uh, playstation controller yeah. you're using a mouse you just click click and your little dude moves there are you... and you click on the monster and you kill the monsters you don't even use anything that like the WASD keys or anything yeah. you run really just click 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 it's click not bad yeah and it's just like a third person top-down dungeon crawler yeah there's nothing about this game except for its online components While well, everyone's been talking about how uh, we'll play... talk about that
1: in a second yeah there's yeah. a whole
0: thing there's nothing about this game mechanically and just playing the single player campaign that you cannot have played on the original PlayStation 2 like 10 years ago
1: that's not bad but it's so you weird. gotta stop saying PlayStation 2 because Baldur's Gate was not are you talking about Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance yeah I played that on the original
0: Xbox okay
1: you need to qualify as opposed to because every time you say Baldur's Gate I presume you need Baldur's Gate for the PC
0: is it is it a PC game? I only played Baldur's Gate. You never played the th- original Baldur's Gate game? No! Games? Are it's you like, fucking me? What? I want to know what I do. It's like a seminal RPG. You played it really? on PC? Yes. I thought you never had a PC. I had a PC like twelve years ago, motherfucker. How do you think I played all of these goddamn adventure games?
1: We are talking about Baldur's Gate 2 Dark Lights. Bill, this is kind of like (laughs) saying what their original Star Wars prequels. What are you talking about?
0: Whoever like listens to this podcast with their headphones on by their mom. (laughs) your mom right now, like, why? Is someone getting murdered again?
1: Are um, you kidding me? No, they the imported games.
0: Baldur's Gate 2, the original Xbox. No, it they a... didn't! It was not, it's a totally different sort of I game. I'm Baldur's Gate 2, whatever. <laughs>
1: you're talking about Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Baldur's Gate 2 had <laughs> oh a gelatin
0: cube that was voiced by Frollo from the Hunchback of Notre <laughs> <laughs> Dame. It was hilarious. I am not even but a nerd no, about this sort of thing, thing, and you're making me angry. Okay, I give you so saying So you've now. already played two-thirds of Diablo 3 by, <laughs> having, by having played, well, the funny thing is, I'm sure that uh, Baldur's Gate was was a clone of Diablo, so I can't yes. say that hu- off your. You could say but that. You
1: me- could say that Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance is based off of the Gate has Not evolved
0: much in the ten years since I played the, the Xbox Xbox One port <laughs> of. I guess, gotta write this down. You guys Baldur's Gate it's, two. Wrong. it's not a port. It is a totally different kind of game. Like seriously, oh, I know you're walking around, you kill <laughs> things, you get loot, you put the loot on, you sell the loot you don't need, and there's barely any story. This is true. Yeah, in this regard, you're except correct. in this. Okay, so yeah, like I, I, I don't said, think you're wrong. The PC or the PC slash Mac version, Diablo Three. Yeah, yes. you're using a mouse, and you really are just clicking on things. It's great because you just click on the monster, and your guy just goes over and kills it automatically. You're not doing anything. It's actually it might be a good game for you because like there's no like see no it'd be
1: a terrible game for me because I have an addictive personality mm. and that is by definition we play together online game... I can
0: yell at you until no. you get off see
1: no I'm not allowed to play those games uh but I'm uh
0: not. also you can play as kung fu I'm playing as a kung fu lady yeah uh there's a whole warrior class which you just punch and kick things yeah fucking awesome so uh, her name is Queefy <laughs> uh K W I F E E because you can't spell queef. <laughs> they won't let you do that. It was like, it was going to be Mr. AIDS, and they wouldn't let that. I was like, oh, man, fuck you, game. Um, so, yeah, I'm queefy. Yeah, yeah, you just walk around and things. It's not yeah. bad. I was just surprised at how much it is like like that Baldur's Gate 2 game I played, like, ten years ago with my friend on the Xbox. Well, that was great, because that had, like, uh, sh- not even split-screen but it was shared screen co-op, couch co-op, and that's how I yeah. played it with my friend Eric. We just sat yeah. on the couch for, like, a weekend and just blasted yeah. through uh, Baldur's Gate 2, and that was really fun. Two now I get clients. to see why the appeal being able to do, Yeah, whatever! <laughs> <laughs> but the appeal of
1: being able to do that... I'm trying like, to think of a metaphor to explain to you how incorrect you are. I'm trying so hard to think of a metaphor.
0: People email tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> I played Baldur's Gate. I don't know what it was, but I had an Xbox <laughs> controller in my hand. Um... But yeah, the the idea that like well this this is one of the other problems is this guest pass thing yeah. that I got. Yeah. Um you can only play by yourself. You can't play with other people. Sure. Oh no no, I think you can play with other guest passers. That's okay. what it is. But yeah, like you said, you can only like level up the level thirteen, I think that the level cap is like sixty or something like that. So yeah. you can only play like maybe like three or four hours. But yeah, no, it's not bad. I mean, the, the graphics are really good for what it is. But it's still, it's not like there's even any options to zoom in or fly the camera around or anything like yeah. that. It's completely static third person, yeah. top down dungeon crawler, which yeah. is
1: not bad. But that's Man, what Diablo is. If you were to play
0: online with like three or four other people, it must it'd be like fucking. Uh, what's the dungeon crawling game where like Red Dwarf is about to die? Yeah, Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be fucking awesome.
1: That's, I'm but tempted, is,
0: because like, there's no other games coming out anytime soon, yeah. I'm tempted to throw down for the full thing, to be able to play with other people, like Stephen Heights in Chicago. He was yeah. like, oh Bill, if you were play it, we'll totally play together. Yeah. It'd be fun to play with him. Well, that's the whole point of these sorts of games. Yeah, because it's not really like... the game itself, it's the social component. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it is the grind, if you're well, into that is, sort
0: of thing. But it'd be fun to be able to play with other people, especially yeah. when people are still playing it now. If I buy it, I should buy it this weekend and get started, because yeah. like, if I do it from a month from now, not to say no one I don't know, know dude, playing? it's Diablo
1: 3. This is a different sort of game. Like people are still playing Diablo two.
0: Twelve years after it came yeah. out, yeah. I
1: mean this is not this is not some flash in the pan sort of thing necessarily. Yeah. This is Diablo three. This is an eater of, of of lives. I'm just saying, I I'm just saying.
0: Oh, you know what? I just realized it wasn't uh Tim Sapella. He uh actually uh Ernest Cavelli on Twitter. He's the one who gave me a code mm-hmm. for Diablo three. Thank you, Ernest. Tim Sapella just out out of the kindness of his own heart, he did send me three codes. For Diablo three for the guest pass thing, yeah. Uh, this is for our listeners at home. If you want to play, uh, if you have a PC or Mac, you you think you, it can handle Diablo three? Uh, on this week's up uh, post for the uh, to, to the boy howdy blog, what's the URL?
1: Um, uh dot Uh,
0: go to uh the text for the episode description on on the blog. You know there'll be like a picture anime gif and i will say on this week we talked about blah 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 between. Uh, actually, after we're t- where I mentioned what music we used in this week's podcast, highlight the white space underneath that, because I- I'm going to post three guest pass codes for Diablo 3 in InvisoText beneath uh, that info for the uh, for the music stuff. So highlight that. Use one code, leave the other two for two, uh, for other people to pick up. But yeah, there will be three codes there waiting for you. Just copy, cut paste that shit into Diablo 3, and actually, yeah, you'll you'll get, like, a free demo of the game. Yeah. Th- th- thank you to Tim- th- Timothy Sapella for... Hooking us up with that shit. Bless him. Bless him. Yeah. Oh, and the, if you go to boyhowdy.org, you get to see the spiffy new uh, blog site that Annie designed for us this week. Yeah, which she the redesigned new, the website
1: A new thingy. It looked pretty.
0: Yeah, it looks like your shirt. You're Th- this wearing is the, the shirt website. that inspired me. Oh, did you scan it in?
1: No. Oh no no no. It's just it's, that color. It's a variation. Yeah. It's, it's a color of my shirt. Um, yeah, no, the interesting thing about Diablo 3, I'm more kind of fascinated by the ramifications of Diablo 3.
0: Oh, yeah, well, there's this is the thing with it's it's got only uh, online all the time DRM. So
1: you really? have to be connected to the internet to play single player. Yeah.
0: Which means you can't take, if you're playing on a laptop, you can't take the laptop with you. Yeah. Like, on the bus. No, or whatever. Like, you can't mm-hmm. play it on a car, in a car or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, man. I am not
1: comfortable with that precedent well, being said. And that
0: led to the whole kerfuffle of, the servers got slammed in the first two or three days the game came out. No yeah. one could play online.
1: Yeah. And really I've hard.
0: been lucky because the, 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 the two or three hours I've put into Diablo 3, I've uh, been playing at, like, midnight West Coast time. Which yeah. means that half the world is either asleep or just waking up. There's not a lot of people playing Diablo 3. Yeah. I've been Okay, but yeah, if if, if you're out, like on the East Coast, like playing as soon as you get home, might as well fucking shoot yourself. Because I can't imagine there's even supposedly this weekend. Is going to be a real test to see how well that game yeah. performs because everyone's going to be home trying to play the goddamn game. Yeah, which is even more incentive for me to try to throw down for the full version. But...
1: My wife and I actually kind of had an argument about this this weekend because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm really uncomfortable with the idea of having to be connected because I'm thinking, what if you're in a rural community? What if you have dial-up internet? Yeah, exactly. Like, what There's if a... you yeah. your internet goes down? It's like the the thing that the joke about Kindle. You know, why is a Kindle worse than a book? Because you can't. You know, it's like it's a book that doesn't work when you're on an airplane. Like that yeah. whole sort of thing. I'm. I'm and my wife is like, so what? We're online all the time. Like, no, no, That's no, but I don't still... have to be. She's like, so what? We're online all the time. But well, what She's if like, that
0: tether disappears? Exactly. You don't have access or it's to your like, I don't,
1: I don't like, I mean, there's enough of a barrier of entry to gaming. I don't want to add another one.
0: And uh, according to a lot of people, a lot of bigwigs interviewed about uh, Diablo 3 and stuff this week, they've been talking about how the entire industry is looking to see how people. Oh, yeah. Re- how what the reception to diablo 3 is oh yeah
1: everyone's paying attention to and taking notes. if
0: if everyone swallows all all like the fact that the servers have been down for half the first week and everything like that that's just gonna be more incentive for, for companies to make future games just online always even in single player stuff it's just a creepy person it's just man it's just mm. i'm so i'm glad that, you know what everyone's always like oh man we play consoles fuck that shit you come play pc games at least i have to deal with that shit right now with console yeah. games yeah right now. We'll wait and see what happens with the next one. Well, you could argue,
1: it's like if you don't have internet access, like when I booted up Max Payne, the very first thing it prompted me for is to download a patch. Like at day one patches I'm always like man you poor mom the, the poor on. mom who's buying a copy for her kid and takes it out like in like they don't have like in the basement can, like pc like xbox it doesn't is not hooked up to the internet and, like just like jesus christ like they are totally kid like people oh, trying there's... to play skyrim for the ps3 you never got there a single There there's st- still
0: vast amounts of people who either don't have the internet or don't have the internet like hooked up so they can like Play video game like it with like hook it up to their Xbox or something like Anytime that.
1: Anytime you kind of pin the star on like the like, I hate making the barrier of entry gaming so high. It's already yeah. so damn expensive to begin with. I guess the assumption is if you can afford to play video games, you afford because right
0: now than. if you want to play a console video games, you need an HD TV. Yeah, you need a high uh, high speed internet connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that right, that doesn't sound like a hell of a lot, but there's a lot of people out there that don't that don't have those two things. I mean, Jesus Christ! Or, the other thing, five years them. ago, you and I had to go have these on an Xbox. I know it exactly. was on sale for a
1: hundred dollars, but then
0: we did find that magical cave filled with treasure. <laughs> That's
1: true. So it was all good. It's all good. Everybody, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's it just I it, I it makes me really uncomfortable.
0: The other thing too Well also bandwidth caps Like yeah. more and more uh, Internet providers are, are providing Bandwidth caps Yeah Which just, if you want to be Online all the time That's going to fuck you up And like and This is Blizzard, Blizzard. A thousand, oh This is
1: Blizzard Who like their, their business is online And their servers Are probably going to be online For this game For a good long time Because it's Diablo Oh yeah But some Joe Schmo developer Sees this Goes okay Always on internet connection And then after a year Their game is sales Has slowed down And they want to Close the server Well uh,
0: whenever They do t- uh, take down the Diablo 3 server online. Yeah. No one's going to be able to play this game the way it's been. It, it, there's it's no been way been to archive this game the way yeah. it's, it's supposed to be played.
1: And it's like, the assumption is, you hope, that whenever they close a the server, they will allow they will have some sort of out for ga- gamers to play. Yeah, like, play like, on example, their own servers or something like for that. For example, yeah. the shitty Dragon Age Facebook game. Is being closed. It just launched a year ago. And drag, like EA has come out and said, Well, we will have a downloadable single player version where you can play the single player elements. That's weird. And that's cool, but yeah. that's like the exception to the rule. And I don't wanna have to I don't want to live with it this way. I don't wanna have to bank on the generosity of a developer or publisher supporting a game when it is so unpopular they're closing the servers. Yeah. That's scary. And video
0: games, that's why books and Books are better than On that.
1: the other hand, Books the are shelf life... Books always
0: offline. The
1: shelf life for video games is already so... like Like, really? Like... Yeah. My, my, so I, there are no games coming out. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll maybe get a gaming PC and I'll show my wife all these cool old school adventure games. And I was reading to her parts of this Rise of the Zinesters book. And she goes, and she's, and I'm reading about these indie games. I'm like, man, I'll have to try some of these just for out of curiosity. And she just goes, well, yeah, how did they look? And so I pull it up a lot and she goes, that's abstract looks as shitty. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, she's like, okay, that's crappy though. And like her, and I'm the same way. Like I said, I try to go back and play, what's it? Jade Empire. I just can't do it. It's like your your palate gets, gets so refined and we get so spoiled for things. Sometimes well, it's hard to step the, back. One of, the,
0: one of the big indie guys who I was talking about who, like, tends to develop games entirely by himself, like one-man team, is Jason yeah. Roar. Like, he had a game that's all about marriage that's just about, like, one pink cube and one blue cube just yeah. kind of doing it. Like, it's super abstract. Yeah. You watch it. It doesn't even look like you're playing a video game. It looks like yeah. you're, like, looking at some kind of, like, really shitty screensaver. <laughs> So, yeah. It's,
1: anyway. Vigi games, Gaming. Oh, gaming. Man. What else happened with you this week, Bill?
0: Uh, Grumpy Turtle listener. Uh, uh yeah. Hacker alias Grumpy Turtle. Listener mm. of the podcast. He helped me build Winterfell <laughs> in Minecraft Xbox. It was great. <laughs> well, I already started on the actual construction of the building itself. Yes. Uh, But then he came in and he started cultivating. He started farming. Yeah. I, he came into my game while yeah. I was kind of like building up my, my, like, I was building up the, the, the bell tower and the watchtower and the atrium and all this stuff. I come back, he's just been fucking around. He had started a whole garden in the middle of the courtyard, where he started growing wheat. I've never seen wheat in Minecraft before, but he managed to start growing it. You can make a cake. He, this is what he did. He did not make me the cake, he just gave me all the ingredients to make a cake with, so I can get that achievement. Motherfucker! Grumpy Turtle, you are fucking awesome. I came back to my little treasure chest. I only care that you have an achievement that I don't know. the best part is, like, he's, he like, he went off and mined a whole bunch of diamonds for me, so I could get, like, diamond, and he made me diamond armor and and tools and weapons and stuff like that. This is all while I was just like, you know, building my own little house. He just likes to build shit, so he's like, you know, I uh, like. He, he was talking about his in his own game. He doesn't really do. He doesn't build stuff like that. Uh, like I was building Winterfell essentially, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, he just likes to mine and just kind of like experiment and do recipes and stuff like that. Sure. So he was just kind of doing that in my game yeah. to my benefit. Yeah, and like we, we like he did this for like three or four hours on like Monday night while I was just kind of fucking around. And yeah, like came back and yeah, and in in the treasure box he had laid out all this all the stuff for the cake. and it, like how how you need it uh, to be laid out when you make a cake. Yeah. And so like I make the cake and I got yeah. the achievement and then I put oh, the yeah. I put the cake on a pedestal <laughs> and I got the, all this armor and shit and he just he man Grumpy Turtle you're a hero. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> He's my bro. That's um, right. So yeah, no, actually I did that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of done with Winterfell. I'm trying to think of what to build next. There's a desert right next to Winterfell. Yeah. I want to build like a sphinx. Yeah. But sand you, you can't. Sand falls down easily. There's right. a whole kind of thing. I've played a lot of Minecraft. <laughs> There's nothing, if you're if you're in Minecraft that sounds interesting. If not, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm playing the hell out of Minecraft through 360. It's good times.
1: Good. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it, even yeah. though it is the game. I part. will
0: never see you in the game. <laughs> nope. At least you have it on your Xbox, though. I could always goad you into it somehow. So. One of these days, when they put out create mode where you can fly around and do stuff and do the magic building stuff, we'll have to spend at least, like, one afternoon, just kind of like... I don't
1: know how to tell you this, Let's build. but I actually already deleted it. Oh, you deleted it! Because I never would have played it again! I needed like, the space! The space! Yes, I did! I cleared off my whole hard drive because I was so just so like... I can download it again! If I ever... <laughs> this I... is a betrayal. Oh, my God. You guys are listening to the Some oh, of a Friendship.
0: Oh, <laughs> my God. I will never grim.
1: play it again! I'll never play it again. I didn't delete my save file. I can go back to my shitty little castle on top of you know, it. Was, did you see how big the game Well, this, this is why should I should actually explored. hit you.
0: The game file is about, like, like one-fifth of meg a gig. <laughs> it's, like, it's barely, like, yeah. it's, it's, No, it's, it wasn't much. It's, like, it's like one-tenth the size of half, like, the demos. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. You download. You probably downloaded patches for Max Payne that were that bigger, bigger than the Minecraft game. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I
1: have to make room for the eventual Saints Row no, the Third fun. DLC. I'm just when saying. When's that coming out? Uh, like October.
0: <laughs> I'm being a dick. I hate you so much. <laughs> you know, what else happened to you this week?
1: Um. Oh, I caught up with the. So uh, my wife and I were. Is this we, about video games. No, it's about TV. <gasps> oh no. Let's move on to TV. Um. Spoiler for TV, you guys. Here it comes.
0: TV is awesome.
1: Um. TV is really great.
0: TV is better than video games. <laughs> so you gotta hear.
1: No, I'm actually. My wife and I had the day off today, so we consumed. Two of our favorite cereals going on right now. We um uh
0: man, we... speaking of cereals, there's peanut butter Cheerios. <laughs> just throw that out there. Anyway, go what? Back. There's, there's peanut, peanut butter, butter Cheerios? Cheerios. I bought them. I haven't had the courage to try them yet because if they disappoint oh. me, I'm going to be so devastated. Peanut anyway. butter Cheerios. They're at Fred Meyer's right down the road. I don't
1: know how I feel about. It's in that. the healthy
0: box, so I think it's supposed to be quasi healthy. It's not like super sugar coated. I don't think. I don't know how I feel about. I'm just saying, I saw them at Fred Meyer's. Oh, and then there's oh my god. Uh, milk chocolate covered, peanut butter dipped peanuts. The AV Club, you know that like the, yeah, the, the, onion, the, the part Club. of the Onion. Uh, they put up a thing today where they went to the 2012 uh, Snacks and Sweets Symposium.
1: Yeah. Where
0: everyone, I guess this is the big thing in the country where everyone goes out and displays all their new junk food. Yeah. And they had a great report from that. But the best thing I heard from that was so yeah, milk it's chocolate these are peanuts, peanuts coated peanuts dipped peanut in peanut butter, butter and then dipped in chocolate. Peanuts.
1: Yeah. Wow. I actually right, you can do that. Awesome. At home. There's
0: no reason why you have to buy this. That
1: sounds like a really good afternoon, right there.
0: <laughs> that sounds like
1: that, baby. <laughs> say, anyway,
0: sounds like a great snack to be playing with. Back Walt. to television, <laughs> Max. Yeah, Max Payne. You're not wrong. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, um, TV.
1: So, why we had the day? Also, my wife and I watched uh, the most recent Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. What happens?
0: Oh, this is the one where uh, redheaded ladies all like... You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. She's cock teasing him. She's trying to give him a blowjob. Oh, that was great. I love how there's
1: like the the c plot her. of this week's episode was just Egret giving Snow
0: shit about being a virgin. I love when she rubs up against him when they're trying to sleep. That was last episode, but yeah, I love. Well, when they wake, she's like, character. "Oh, I felt your, What did she cut your bone? Yeah. and Your rocks? What did she fucking call it? Welsh or something like that? Because she has a weird kind of like." She could be US. Kind of, like I don't know. it doesn't sound like it's
1: We have a you would I both have a tin ear for accents.
0: Especially in the UK. I can't tell Australians from Kiwis versus from South Africans. I those three? Really? I just
1: Okay, I can I I'll give you that there's a I can now hear the difference between Australians and uh, and New Zealand accents, just I from tend to get lost. my. Um, we, I watched this terrible show called Satisfaction that's set in Australia, and so yeah. now I can hear it. I grew but... up with Mad
0: Max beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> I should know better, but I just do it's don't.
1: it's super subtle. Well, in, in South Africa, though, it, that is a weird accent. I don't know how you can confuse well, it's that. kind of Dutch and you English see that's and fascinating about it. In, yeah, little, it's 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 kind of that's like why a... I find, that's one of the most interesting accents I think.
0: Yeah,
1: in the world, right Afrikaans. there, boom, throwing it down. Anyway, yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh, so, uh, what's your name? Igret. You grit. You I know nothing,
1: Jon Snow. Just give it a I shit. Like, I love, like, yeah, it's, it's just true. a great C plot. I love the D plot to... of oh. um, Arya and um, Tywin. Oh, man. and
0: that's all made up yeah. that's nothing that is nothing you know one
1: thing that I'm glad they're developing from the books that was kind of there but was never really so uh, Lana Hedy is doing an amazing job with Cersei, and they it's like they knew like they really have made Cersei a slightly different person she's much more sympathetic
0: in the TV show than in the books as sympathetic as she can be because yeah. but like that scene with Terry this week where they oh, actually come man. out and met, like they had the whole conversation Joffrey's nuts what are we not, well, not, not she, quite... she what she's going to do and she but... was
1: honest about her relationship with, with um she's like yeah. we're, we're being punished like um, uh, and the whole Jamie conversation about
0: the tar- Targaryen reign and stuff yeah, like that, that was just a great, and that's something that's that was great. Been, that's, that's her, not in the books.
1: Her relationship with Arya, where art, it's like a almost like a motherly, like so oh Sansa. I'm sorry, with Sansa, the the element that they only have played with a little bit, and this was it playing again was was. There's a part of Cersei that pities Sansa and, well, and sympathizes with her. She's going to be betrothed
0: to someone that she can't yeah. love.
1: She's like, of all the people in her world right now, she can sympathize most with Sansa, but she can't afford to.
0: Yeah. Something it's to an interesting that, that was That was an interesting episode because it was all just two-person conversations throughout the entire... That's not that a good that, point. I mean, most TV is that by nature. But, still. but Game of Thrones, I was really just like... Because there, there was no big battle scenes or a bit. Yeah. There was not only a lot of the plot got moved forward, except for... Uh, Jamie uh, killing the shit out of his cousin.
1: Well, and things kind of are starting to come ahead in
0: in Carth. Yeah, if you can say that the Carth shit is boring as balls. You really, there's this so? whole political coup. I didn't hate it, but like, there's this whole political coup, and I'm just like, well, wait, who,
1: what, what? Well, everything that goes is going on on the other side of the Shivering Seas is genuinely just Daenerys. I... Daenerys's character development through personal hardship. I
0: am shocked that the big swarthy black guy was untrustworthy. Oh, Bill, the native guy. Eh. But no, the white guy, he's kind of magical and trustworthy. That guy's fucking creepy as balls, Are you through. talking-
1: I have no idea who you're talking about anymore. Are you talking about the wizard? I like
0: that wizard Green guy! of dragons!
1: That was so exciting! Like, I like how he's not even really acting, per se.
0: He's <laughs> just a weird-looking dude. He's just- there are generally moments where he's just standing oh, in no, the camera- all, Mother of dragons! Mother of dragons! <laughs> every every, every sentence to be punctuated. They're like, "What do you want? What kind of tea would you like?" Mother of dragons. He's <laughs> just a weird looking mook. That's all it says on his resume. Weird dude. Man, they should have. I always wonder if they should could have should have just like kept the Daenerys whole story thread for next season. Because the only thing that's gonna it's gonna happen in her entire story arc this whole season. She's gonna do the houses of the undying, and that's well spoilers for the show. She <laughs> well, goes. To, she, they mentioned the house. They invite of the her undying. today, so she's gonna. That, go. That's the only thing that like. Although they're bringing that's, in the Jamie stuff, yeah. that shit from the third book, yeah. which I have not barely begun, yeah. I only really barely recognize the that. Yeah, that's interesting. It's not all just second book stuff. But the narrative compression in this book is great, man, or in this show is great. Like I said, the, the guys so far running uh, the, the show, they know what the fuck they're doing in yeah. terms of like picking and choosing what shit to bring over from my, my microphone falling down. Um... <laughs>
1: It's better, that they're better than the books, just yeah. because you don't have to, I love the, the books. books, are good. It's don't not, get me yeah. wrong, but, but you have to earn it in the books, these yeah. books are so, like, and it, it's, I enjoy all the details and everything like that, but Jesus Christ, yeah. the, 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 the series is really, like, here's the good parts, it's like the Princess Bride, it's the good parts, it's the good stuff version.
0: Meh, and like, again, going back to Tywin and, uh, Arya, where he's all like, oh, I just got assassinated, hey kid. I'm not hungry. Would you like to try my food? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Fuck you. Well, that's... Uh, everyone, well, then that covers the cool conversation. A lot of people are suspecting that Tywin actually knows who uh, Arya is. Oh, it's clear that he suspects something. I think he suspects... Well, yeah, in this, he, 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 at least, he at least comes out and says, Oh, yeah, you're obviously highborn. He doesn't say you're yeah. the Stark. If he is actually uh, treating her to his food to use her as a food tester, then he probably doesn't think that she's a Stark. Oh, because he, he wouldn't has no risk idea. a Stark on that.
1: If he, if she were a Stark, he would not let her
0: continue. I thought it'd be kind of interesting. I mean, granted, that'd be something else completely not from the books.
1: Keep in mind that but... that Westeros is just splintering apart right now. This is just the start of its destruction. She's not the only highborn no, lady. Is he
0: gonna? No, he gotta get his ass moving. If the rest of the story is gonna keep on moving the, the way it goes in the book. He can't be stuck in hair in hell forever. It's it's interesting. I'm, just saying.
1: I, I'm enjoying this shit. I'm just saying. Well, there's only like two or three episodes left, yeah. too. I love narrative compression. So the other thing that we watched, we my know, wife and Davos? I watched today. What the hell? Else? Yeah, he's my favorite guy. Yeah! Him he looks Jorah. like a professional. I love him. I love him. Jorah! Jorah. Poor bitch <laughs> Jorah. I, I, the front
0: zone yeah. shit is stupid, but yeah. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah. um,
1: the other the other thing my wife and I watched today was um, the Christ most Christ. recent lip service. Phil, who's get to tune out. Oh, I love this bullshit it's lesbians show. right. So is the there first sex? um only really sad sex. Oh, so what? the first season of the show, my wife was like, "Hey, let's watch it. It's got lesbians with accents." And BB- I was like, "Okay, BBC lesbians. This is a BBC show. show. It's they call it like I've heard it called the BBC L word. I've never seen the L word, but I don't. Oh, feel I've seen some that's... anime gifts." I don't know if, it's it's, it's, it's just kind of, so the first season is, I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, all right, sure. It's a lesbian drama, I guess, point, some points for that, but I was not really into it. The second season, so they killed off my least favorite character. the My second least favorite character left the show because that person was le- killed off, and the show became 300% better. Like, the last two episodes have been, like, I would say my favorite soap episodes I've ever seen Okay, so this show. is a
0: currently airing show. It's not, like, something that's... Oh, it, it that aired it this, like, at 9 year. o'clock.
1: Oh, okay. In the UK last night. So, uh, yeah, this... this week's episode Where of the in the UK is
0: like, like, what's the premise of the show? Well, it's
1: set in Glasgow. okay. And it's about this group of friends who happen to be lesbians and the misadventures. They killed off a different... So the the first season's love, love triangle got broken. This episode... Or this season, they set up another love triangle... It's, it's great because, uh, uh, so it's this character, Sam, who's this, this, this cop, and she was in a relationship with this woman who died, and the woman who died, it turns out, was fucking her ex, and so Sam has just discovered this, and is in deep, like, serious fucked up place. So meanwhile, there's the hot Australian doctor, who has a crush on Sam. And the Australian Doctor is in the show because I she's... I can see why you'd be
0: in it. Yeah, okay, yeah. No,
1: I, I like them as a relationship, it's true, but, like, all the characters are great, and there's this character, Sadie, who's just all id, and she showed, like she actually showed up at the scene today. All this drama has happened because Sam has just discovered not only was her wife, because they were going to get married, her fiancé fucking her ex, but that everyone knew. Everyone knew, and no one said anything. And when, 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 when her fiancé died... No one said anything. And Sam has just been pushing everyone away. And then she finds out this happens. And then she just, the walls come down. And it's great. So she storms out. And these characters are sitting there really sad. And meanwhile, this in character goes, Okay, so recap the two people who are wrong are gone. So fuck it. <laughs> like, why do we care? This is great. I love this show. I actually do love this show. I'm like, you know what? This is a guilty pleasure. Is it like anymore. explicit
0: or anything like, with the, like the... Oh, Oh, yeah. Lots of, like, you want
1: to see some? If you want to see any of these women either perform or have uh, oral sex or have oral sex performed upon them, we'll download some lip service. That's
0: why I love the UK because they're like, yeah, hey, well, I swear, we'll have lesbian sex. It's on BBC Three. They have a warning. <laughs> they're like, hey, everybody, porkin. Very cool.
1: I don't know. I really like with this. There's only really one episode left, and I'm sad. You got me interested. I just I like lip service. The first season is, is middling to bad. Well you know the what? second
0: season the fact in turns a There's a lesbian drama out there which isn't geared just toward titillating strike guys. That that's that sounds like it's a nice thing to have, just even aside from the quality side, I, I mean, like the concept of it.
1: It's I mean, if it is titillation. Well, I'm sure for the because the, the, but, you know, if you're going to, my thing is that like, you have, there ain't no wrong with as long as you can make the sex have a narrative purpose. <laughs> I don't really care to some degree. and I mean, all the women, they're like classically beautiful to some degree and like they're yeah, I'm sure no, they're all
0: like able-bodied. They're all semi
1: lesbians. and There's no um, bull
0: dykes or anything like that?
1: Well, there are, you, you have some show up, but they're kind of a joke. Okay. They're kind of a punchline so, because so. they're all. I mean, I, I like it. it. It's not perfect, but I enjoy it. It's one of those things like Two Broke Girls. I'm like, I know there are some problems with this, but I really don't care
0: because I get so much <laughs> like satisfaction I'm watching so it. many terrible reviews. Of Everyone two broke hates girls. Two Broke Girls. I don't care. But then, like, I see pictures of Kat Dennings, and I'm like, oh, exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyway They got renewed Who gives lips, a shit
1: Lip service this week The last two episodes God. Of lip service Have made all the Shitty parts of lip service Totally worth it We'll have to check it out Sometime I like it Yeah It's so bad I like it I
0: don't want you to It's gonna be like Hunger Games where It's like I liked it It's not for you Bill I can tell you what. If, if I didn't like it I'll just tell you That I watched it No comment <laughs>
1: I still, I, I still like, have Hunger
0: Games. I, I, I just got to finish the Stephen King book and then go back to Hunger Games. Uh, yeah. So what happened on Mad Men this week, Bill? Man, Rory Gilmore showed up and her titties be hanging out. <laughs> Fuck me up. Wait, wait, Rory Gilmore showed up? Yeah, she got... I forgot that, like, that show's ten years old. Gilmore Girls? Yeah. And she showed up. She already, she already slept with Connor from Angel once. <laughs> which, that was kind of weird. And then she shows up. And she's all like, this is, uh, 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 Pete Campbell starts fantasizing about Rory Gilmore, cause he, like, Rory Gilmore plays this guy, uh, she's the wife of this dude he rides a train with. Anyway, um, <laughs> he has a sex fantasy where she shows up, she's not wearing any clothes beneath like this fur coat, and she shows up and her tits are hanging out, and he starts kissing her boobies, and I'm like, and I'm like, I was, like, part of me was hoping they would cut and you would say, oh, okay, this is obviously where he's kissing the breasts of the model they brought in, so he's not actually kissing Rory Gilmore's boobs. And they're like, um, no, that that guy's actually—that's real. Rory more tits hanging out and getting kissed. And I'm like, she's only twelve. Why are you doing this? I'm going to kill you, Pete Campbell. Dude, you son she's of not a bitch. twelve. She's older than I am. She's got to be like thirty am. now. Yeah. She's like, she was. She was playing, born in eighty one. She's playing a twenty year old like ten years ago. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm not. That's not even an exaggeration. Yep. Oh, okay, now it's hot. <laughs> but she still she's, looks she's like she's that much younger than I am. She still looks like. Get married. She looks like a... <laughs> She still has a giant chicken wing I nugget know. forehead.
1: <laughs> she, she has, has a five thousand. head. She's not on a She's got yeah. beautiful eyes.
0: She looks like a Barbie doll. Like, she her, her face. Kind of does.
1: she looks like a Barbie face.
0: Yeah. Well, she's got very symmetrical, kind of like jaw. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, Matt, if you want to see where uh, Gilmore. I do not. she got boobs, unless they CGI enhance them or something. I do not. Here. I do not want to see her boobs. At all. Lauren Graham's boobs, you have any interest? In? Suki's? I don't... <laughs> You already, we already saw what Suki had to offer in bridesmaids.
1: Let's Are you just, a bear? Let's just physically objectify the entirety of Gilmore Girls. Who do we leave out? What's her name? Paris. Do you want to see Paris's titties? Yeah, actually,
0: I would. You know what? Who I, whose titties I want to see? Uh, the dad from Lost Boys. Who is? Wait, who did he play? Oh, he was he was Lauren Graham's dad. I see his titties. Uh, uh, Wasn't he Wilson on Home Improvement? was he? he raised Walden. bit? just like him. See, because that's due to, to I, you. He's the dad from Lost Boys to be Razewell from Home he Improvement. spit at me like a snake if it means I can touch Worry Gilmore's There's a character in Max Payne, and I can't remember his actual name, but Fully kept calling him Wilson, and I kept imagining Wilson from Home Improvement. Is he just throwing darts at you from around a fence? He's just peeking over a fence with a little hat. He's your police informant. Hey there, neighbor. Max Payne, I brought you some drugs. Just so kicks it over. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, I, have nothing, about? I have nothing to say about Mad Men other than I naked Rory Gilmore. Not even fully naked. That's damn, uh, I can't believe I, within the last thirty seconds. Now that I know that she's thirty, I've gone from being horrified to like, oh yeah. I <laughs> what's gonna, going on? I, I hope the new credits of you know Mad Men is her naked falling out of that's a building. the
1: best. That is how things should be, Bill. You should be repulsed by people who are too young. My my wife and I were but the fact that she's actually
0: considerably older than you are kind of freaks me well, out. She's only three years older than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thinking so you're bad. I still can't think I still think you're like twenty three.
1: No. That's because that's about how old I was when we met. I'm twenty seven. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. I can't yeah. remember how old anyone is. It's, I can't either.
1: Well, who cares how old you are once you hit twenty one? I've like, that's seriously. That,
0: that's how you're trying to like rationalize. Yeah, between twenty
1: one and like sixty five. Like who cares well, how no old like, old really are.
0: when push comes to shove. Yeah. Life, There's nothing to get squicked no out about anymore. like Yeah.
1: Yeah. How we were we watching something though and there was Oh, no, my, my, my so my wife has been drawing a lot of great lip service fan art, mostly because she was on Tumblr and she's like, there's no lip service fan art. I'm going to corner this market. And so she's been doing a lot of lip service fan art. And so all these British lesbians are now following her on Tumblr. But the thing is, Tumblr is filled with teenagers. Oh, Tumblr is no. 75% teenagers. So my wife will be like, oh, look at this girl who's so following me. She's kind of cute. We'll click on the icon and get a bigger picture. I'm like, Jesus Christ, she's, she's literally half our age. Yeah. She's not cute. And it, it, however, fortunately, we're this wired. We were,
0: were all cave people. You guys could all be having sex. <laughs> no. Have married to twelve. Like you could be married to twelve, seventeen-year-old. girls. I am so
1: glad that my wife and I are wired in such a way that that immediately is like no longer, oh, No, my, you guys would no. totally be
0: Tom Hardy sex slaves. No. Who am I kidding? Jesus Christ!
1: What is? Oh, it's if this. Were caveman from cave land. times?
0: Yeah, yes. exactly. You guys would yes. just totally be in a sex cage. Just yeah. hang on. I made you. I made you. <laughs> sex I made you Minecraft <laughs> cave man sex cage. I'm just imagining like the opening of Valhalla Rising. This week's episode, <laughs> <right>? no, no, cage! <laughs> <No. 46 laughs> <laughs> Valhalla Rising. <laughs> the opening of Valhalla Rising. It's, is, it a, is it a cage? Is it a sex cage? I guess no. Because anyway, when he fights, yeah. it's like. Would bonkers. it be better for him to be in the sex cage and he's your sex slave? What's the what, Tom Hardy? Uh, yeah.
1: All I know Ugh. is I saw an image set this week of stunt people, of actors in their stunt doubles. I did see And there's that, yeah. a shot from Warrior and some poor bitch stunt double had to get Tom Hardy's terrible tattoos. Yeah. I felt so bad Did for you him. see,
0: I saw that same photo set, uh, there was a, what was it for J-Lo? For a movie? Mm-hmm. It was a guy dressed as J-Lo. That's really common. Like, for extreme stunts,
1: extreme stunts. That's I just thought really it was cool. not really late until there I was There aren't the a comments. lot
0: of... No, I can understand that, but I just, like, this person had the braided hair. It's just yeah. funny they went through all the effort to have, like, oh, all yeah. the most immaculate details oh, yeah. of the costume and hair just right, but it's a guy yep. at the same time, yeah. yeah.
1: Especially you look at older films, it's, like, all Oh, I'm sure. News. Oh,
0: there's, uh... Like, it's funny, like, if you watch some old older episodes of Doctor Who, like, a lady mm-hmm. might get punched or something like that and yeah. fall down. It's obviously just, it's only, it suddenly turns into a guy in a wig, and then, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Like, TV shows are really bad about that. Oh, man. How <laughs> so, the hell did we start talking about that? I can't even remember. Oh, so, you, did you actually watch the last episode of Parks and Recreation? Yes, I so did. Fun. It was, Wasn't that cute? Man,
1: Parks and Recreation is my favorite show on TV. It is. Did
0: you hear uh, Bobby Roberts' remix of the theme?
1: It's beautiful.
0: It's very cute. We'll, we'll probably have that as the intro music for this week's episode. So,
1: yeah, a wonderful man of Among Men, Fatboy Roberts, does um this series of remixes he calls Geek Remix. And he's retired from the Geek Remix game. Supposedly. Did, I'm
0: trying to go him back into he, it. He
1: did make a great remix of the Parks and Rec theme, which was yeah. begging for it's it. It's like
0: five minutes it's Yeah, fun. it's a great piece of music. Yeah. Well, to
1: be fair, the opening theme of Parks and Rec isn't a, empirically a great theme.
0: Yeah. And it's got the perfect tone. It's totally perfect and chirpy. Leslie, nope. God damn. dance You kind of want to just break to it in an office. Yeah. But, no, that episode was fantastic. We yeah, have when she's crying when she's uh, casting her own vote, oh, man. like, and it's not like a huge joke thing. But then, but like, just, like Bobby oh, Newport is like gonna help me. <laughs> I love oh, that Even when Bobby Newport loses, like, "Oh man, that's a load off my mind. I don't want to be that thing." It was like, "Oh." Rough. I am
1: so glad that um, that uh, Ben took the job because the lady who plays the um, I can't remember her name, but she's fucking hilarious. Who plays oh, her campaign other advisor. Control, yeah, the the other she's hot, control. but she's hilarious. She is too, hilarious. Yeah. She is such a funny character actress. So what else has she been in? So
0: the idea is though they... Oh she
1: was in Step Brothers, I think. Was
0: she? What the hell I think is she, she plays she
1: plays um Will Farrell falls in love. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure she was in Step Brothers because she's a bit part but Will Farrell has my favorite line she has a fantasy of Will Farrell breaking into her office like as a lumberjack and saying, I want like I walked five hundred miles and put my seed in you. <laughs> It's amazing. It. And she slowly um, succumbs to his chromatic. So Cro-Magnon Ben voice. accepted
0: the job, but that's only for six months. So they could still start up the new season with him just having him coming back. Like, oh, oh they I've... won't.
1: They're going to deal with all the long distance relationship because there's too many funny. Like things. Oh, that's right, because Parks that. and
0: Recreation—that's the only NBC show that's coming back for a full season. Yeah. Uh, Thirty Rock and Community are only coming back for uh, uh, like twelve or thirteen episodes yeah. a piece, and that's been confirmed with the, both those shows. That's going to be the last season. I'd, Whereas Parks and Recreation yeah. could keep on. Trucking. Parks and Recreation has—I don't think has hit its peak yet. I think it kind. I—I of, I don't think the season. I think we've hit the that part. Well, Parks and Recreation is four years old, so even if it lasts for like seven seasons, which seems to be the, like the average for like shows that last as long as they do, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think it's I think it's peaked. Not to say it's bad. Not to say that this is worse than it was before. Disagree. But I think it's hit that comfort zone, comfort zone where the characters are all kind of like not in a rut, but like you you can pretty dependably uh, see what, how different characters interact in different situations. Well, I do like the fact in this episode they set up what's his name is going to become a cop. I guess.
1: Oh yeah, that that. Um, oh shit, what's his name? I was kind of Chris Pratt. What's his name? Uh, Andy. Andy. Yes, Andy Dwyer. Thank I you. was
0: kind of hoping they would actually have Ron accept that promotion. And that would be a new thing for him. Ron, by his nature, would never take that I don't know. But, like, the end of the episode, like, like, you could tell that... I wonder if they kind of thought maybe they were going to get canceled because that almost seemed kind of like a series finale a little bit. It could have functioned as well. It kind of... It was heartfelt enough at the end of that last episode, the season finale, that it kind of... If they, for some reason, they were to come and say this is the end of Parks and Recreation, it would not be... That would not be a terrible ending for that show. Not that it's a huge cliffhanger at the end or anything like that or, like, any kind of, like, major things happen but I like, just
1: love that show. That show is like comfort food. Yeah,
0: that that show's got a great heart to it. Yeah. A show that's kind of losing its heart is Community, which just showed uh burned off its last three episodes. You last are the night. only
1: person I know of who is not totally jizzing over last night's episode. I still
0: like Community. It's still good. I think they've kind of taken the turn from uh trying to be funny to like they're more interested in being cute. On the mm-hmm. show now, yeah. Which, especially with all the Inspector Space Time stuff, where that's funny, but like it's a little more twee. It's a little, it's like I said, it's a little bit like Scrubs. When tw- sometimes Scrubs would get a little bit cuter than actual yeah. like, funny, funny. Yeah. And uh, like I said, but it's not terrible. It's not like uh, like I suddenly dislike the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This, so they burned off uh, three episodes of Community last night. The first episode was a video game episode where everyone gets stuck in a video game for a while, yeah. fighting uh Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad. Nice. I love that actor. He is revealed to be Chevy Chase's uh, long-lost half-brother. Yeah. That was cute. And uh, again, uh, with the 30 Rock thing, I think they must have written film this with the expectation of not being renewed because uh, this episode also ended a lot like the Parks and Recreation episode uh-huh. where there was enough resolution to everyone's kind of, like, stories and everything like that, that that could have acted as a series finale, too. Yeah. Even though they're picked up for another 13 episodes. Although it sounds like Dan Harmon, the guy who created the show, may not be coming back. To do the last season. There's... Well, there's a lot of political stuff going on. He's been yeah. in a huge fight with Chevy Chase and stuff like that, so yeah. he may be getting squeezed out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And last night, as the episodes were uh, airing, he did make this kind of cryptic tweet where he was like, "Thank you guys so much for making this the best thing I've ever done." And It's like the hit the tone of it sound a little bit like he may have been saying like a goodbye, a little bit of a goodbye. We'll we'll find out uh, sooner than later, but but you yeah, know, community is good. I can see why it's hard for people to get into, but it's, it's, it's... Man, and the best person on the show is goddamn Britta. She's right up there with, who's uh who's the chick from uh, Scrubs? The blonde chick. Sarah. Chalk. She was one of the best parts of that show. She, the, yeah. The lady, uh, uh, was it Gillian Jacobs? Who plays mm-hmm. uh, Britta on Community. She's right up there. She's fucking hilarious. She does the most ridiculous physical comedy bullshit for yeah. that show. She's awesome, and... No, yeah, community is... Hopefully she won't be like Sarah
1: Chalk, because Sarah Chalk... What was interesting about Sarah Chalk on Scrubs is that at the start, she was not a very strong character. The character hit its stride. She became the funniest part of that show, hands down. And it made me so sad, because there will never be another show... That another thing that Sarah Chalk is in that will capture those abilities oh, which as well, I and mean, that's
0: more than most people get. Like, yeah, as, as acting. is true, but hopefully this won't be like the that.
1: the comic peak for
0: this lady. Yeah, Uh she's probably still not quite as funny as Sarah Chalk because Sarah Chalk did some weird shit. That's why she was great. But uh, and, I know. So, like I said, I always still have the community DVDs if you want to try to get into the show. The first season is really kind of a clunker. It Really starts firing up at the second season. This third season, like I said, wasn't quite as good as the second, but still good. And then yeah, Thirty Rock also. Aired it's a uh, season-ending uh, episode last night. I can't too. believe you never noticed that Margaret Margaret Cho. This is the first episode I had seen where Margaret Cho showed up. Because I'm I'm behind on Thirty Rock. Have I've you, have most you not of seen last all the stuff season? with Aubrey like being just in... a little bit? Because every time
1: you see, like... I
0: have not kind got, got caught up to the point where she gets kidnapped in the first place. Yeah. See, I've missed this
1: entire season. Yeah, except for like the first two episodes.
0: So yeah, I I, I had not seen all of the last season where Aubrey or whatever <laughs> name goes missing or anything like that. But yeah, no, that was cute. It was uh... I can't remember what anything that. All I remember about this episode is that it ends with, um, uh, uh, who's who's the page? Kenneth. Kenneth. He's now dating uh, Kirsten Shaw. which that's awesome. Oh yeah. Did,
1: did you not see the episode? No, I I just said I've not
0: seen. Uh, Alan Baldwin's season. marriage to what's her face got dissolved. Oh, did it? Yeah. Aww. Amicably, they did it to kind of spite everybody. It Was yeah. really hilarious. And then uh, what's <laughs> gonna happen
1: with baby? With baby.
0: Oh, they're gonna they 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 they're gonna have a kid. They're gonna have, she stopped referring to the kid as a plant and now as a baby. So that, that was uh Liz Lemon's big breakthrough with she's gonna have wh- wait,
1: Liz Lemon is gonna have a baby. She's gonna have to what are you talking about?
0: With x Man. She's
1: gonna have a baby No I'm talking about Jack's baby. I do they don't talk about Jack's baby. <laughs> Who cares? Six
0: up, no, they really what kid? <laughs>
1: Well, I'm glad that, that, that Liz Lemon is gonna have a baby with X-Man.
0: Yeah! Which is weird, because X-Men, they, they, X-Men gets, like, more fucked up and more depressing with every episode, <laughs> but then, like, <laughs> he lost his job and he sold his hot dog truck in this yeah. last episode stuff, but it's, it's, uh, but the episode ends, this is the best part where it's Margaret Cho as Kim Jong-il suddenly turning the camera and said, what, what happened in the next season for our characters? It is very interesting, we hope you come back! <laughs> weird. And it's not that funny. That show was, was on it's, its best, but it's just, just weird. Yeah, definitely you know? And, yeah, it was cute.
1: The most memorable moments of 30 Rock are just been on there's bat odd. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, where it's just random shit just thrown in just because it's funny, not because yeah, it had any like sense Yeah, like
1: werewolf to it. ber mitzvah and yeah! shit like that, you know?
0: Oh, uh, uh, Tracy Doran's gonna start his own movie studio. Oh, he's he? Essentially doing the Tyler uh, Perry thing. Oh, is he? Which, <laughs> that if, if, that's something they could make a lot of fun stuff for 13 episodes next season. <laughs> but, uh, so that, yeah, 30 rock that's kind of been over the hill for a while it seems because even watching uh like i stopped watching 30 rock about like three or four seasons in yeah and so what this is a, this was its sixth season so i missed out on like last season or two mm-hmm. but i'm catching up now and you can tell it's not quite as sharp as it used to be in the first couple seasons which like i said the show is like six years old it, of course it's not gonna be quite as sharp as it was in its first couple seasons but it's still good so mm-hmm. yeah whatever yeah so felice navidad that's
1: right. What are you
0: gonna do? So, uh, is that the is that before re- we
1: transition to the our break before the geek review? Why did you write peanut butter Cheerios? So you would remember to put in the notes for the show, motherfucker. I'm trying to be organized. Yeah, we're so hard oh, we on that goddamn website. You better fucking use it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so friends, last week's episode, we did you write it on a check? You weirdo! I got money. You're such a weirdo! No, it's, it's actually
0: a deposit slip. Okay,
1: good. Anyway, so last week's episode... we Oh, we didn't talk about this week's Legend of Korra. This week's Legend oh, of Korra was really good. What happened this week? Not it was really bad. good. Lin-Bei Fong, motherfuckers! Lin-Bei Fong is my favorite character. So some poor bitches have been searching for um Lin-Bei Fong and Korra slash fic and keep hitting across the Boy Howdy podcast. We
0: have to... Ooh, which what is, is like, hilarious.
1: These, which is hilarious because I have to admit... Alternate universe Annie is stroking her goatee, thinking about Lin Mei Fong and Korra Flash.
0: They would throw each other. They would bounce each other off the walls, oh, just man. fucking each other, oh, just man. like.
1: Yeah. Anyway, oh. but uh, no man, this Legend of Korra continues to satisfy. That shit is so good.
0: Oh, this week. Oh, I like. I forgot about this episode. There was so much drama about the episode coming up because, like, I like, like, we're about to give away a season's past uh, to whoever we're going to have a random drawing for a season pass for Legend of Korra on iTunes. I have a season pass to Legend of Korra on iTunes. As do And I... the episode didn't update for, like, didn't uh, show up on iTunes until, like, three days after the show aired. That's That balls. Which, you know, if you're hoping to watch that on Sunday afternoon, yeah. I, like I said, I have people come over every week We watch Avatar and Legend of uh, Korra, and there was no episode, so mm-hmm. I had to... I had to, to entertain your friends. I dressed up like the Legend of Korra uh-huh. episode. That's how we watched right, it. Right, uh-huh. You should see me uh, trying to be a uh, Lin Beifong metal buddy.
1: <laughs> but No, that was yeah, great. Lin so Beifong. So oh, oh,
0: so they essentially, they, they beat Tano, or they get their asses kicked by Tano, and then Amon shows up. Yeah. Uh, did you see everyone suspecting... Uh, it's very suspicious that uh, hot chick girlfriend she disappears as soon as mom shows up. I did wonder about
1: that. Both, both you don't even s- see a reaction shot. When I'm going to say it correctly it. because I was embarrassed in hindsight that I couldn't remember because all they do is say it during the episode, and I said s- Sato. It's Sato. Yeah, the Sato family disappears as soon as the terrorists show. It could be. My wife and I watched the episode four times. So I wonder if we- that's
0: just <laughs> going to be a red herring because it like,
1: may be a red herring.
0: Asami's already got so much. N- she's already so underdeveloped. It'd be kind of weird. They suddenly said, "Aha, she is evil." I wonder if. It's going to turn out to be someone. Yeah. someone there's going to be someone she's
1: too it's one of those things like when my wife and i were playing max Payne, we were trying to suss out the motives or everything and then the story and it's like you can't have a character be that good like and then have a really dark streak <laughs> you know like this show it's not that kind of show
0: even if she were to turn out to be evil she would still be sympathetic like yeah, yeah she's not gonna be like total black hat yeah and and why would she even go she was, to I them think, but, and support them i still think she's gonna turn out to be red herring though. <gasps> Man, uh, Marco and Bowen's house essentially got blown up. Not the whole place, but... And they had had no money and they had pinned everything on these
1: winnings. And that's their only way out of their shitty life was this. And it's gone. And uh yeah, I'm and, dealing... the, and then they reveal that that um what's his name? Tenzin had it was it was he was with Lin Bei Fong. That was and, the and Pima stole
0: him away. Oh my god, oh man, makes, Lin Bei Fong. Yeah, that makes Pima even that much more of a badass. I know that right? get the fuck out! I like
1: that Lin Bei Fong is really kind of clearly a bitter, sad person. It makes me so happy. I love that character so much. It's I not really... a character you get to see a female be
0: very yeah. often. I hope they I hope they go somewhere with Lin Fong. I'm sure if they have three oh, yeah. seasons. yeah. Well, she's Commissioner Gordon. Supposedly the re, uh, supposedly the uh, ratings for the show have been really really good. Good. And so it sounds like it's that this so may good. be.
1: When I called my mom on Mother's Day, when I was talking about five minutes about Legend of Korra. I'm like, as soon as, as I'm saying this, I'm like, Annie, shut up. Has she shut watched up. the show. I was kind of get it, trying to get her to watch it because we had kind of watched Avatar. Because the first time I watched Avatar, I was home in Texas. When my folks yeah. have cable. And I was like, oh, I hear a lot about the show. I should watch it. And I was like halfway through season three. Was coming, I was not but... impressed and yeah. turned off the television so i'm i'm try i'm going to try my goal is going to be to try and make my mom watch Legend of Korra. <laughs> Let's Man. see how it goes maybe I'll put her name in the hat here okay so yeah so friends last week's episode we um asked that if you wanted to um you could submit uh, send us an email and we would submit you in a drawing for uh iTunes subscription to the season of yeah. of, Legend of Korra I realized only like two days ago that this is actually kind of terribly rude because by default we have alienated all of our non United States listeners because I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, well, by I don't think
0: I don't think uh, uh, the show is available on iTunes to anyone else. So I apologize, friends, States. to our uh, to all of our non American we, friends. Well, we didn't think about that. Well, we, we're we not very with, thoughtful. You came up with the idea of the contest completely off the cuff last we're week. We're making so it. Not like there's any preparation. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Uh, and I made the joke that like uh, your chances of winning are incredibly huge, because I, I predicted we only get three entries. We got four. We got four, motherfuckers. So That's you right. got one in four chance of winning. All you right. know, yeah. Bill so wrote let's... it on the back of his deposit
1: slip. And I tore the, the deposit slip man. up, so we, have, so, we got um, four names in the hat. We got hat. in the hat. Alright, okay. Bill. Come on, my friend. No, you get the pick. You're the winner? The winner is Brian Smith! Brian Smith! Brian Smith, you're the other fabulous winner of the Boy Hottie podcast. Brian Smith will email you Legend of uh, Cora, we'll get your,
0: you know what? We could have saved money if we just made up a name because if we made up a name in the hat, no one would the winner know. The
1: Annie's
0: mom. Steven Annie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> will not be receiving She emailed season.
1: us. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: so Brian Smith, uh, you got yourself a, uh, assuming you have a United States. I was going to say,
1: assuming you're a United States citizen. If you are not, then I will somehow or other, through
0: entirely legal means, hook you up. We'll draw you a uh, naked picture of Cora. Oh God. Oh god! I've already seen the naked core. Oh. I do not. I cannot
1: sexualize them. I cannot. I
0: can joke about
1: it, but I, I saw cannot. An
0: animated gif of Toph from the original series sucking a dick. And someone went through a lot of effort to take <sighs> this like. But they take an actual footage? So I- it's something. It's just I cannot. And then the core no, thing. is no, just no. I'm here to ruin
1: this perfectly nice oh, little gif giveaway. I don't want to rule. What is it? I don't want to rule 34 any of these people.
0: I don't be falling. I don't know
1: no see i can't even i made that joke about lin Beifong slash with Korra, and it made me feel sick how much time to be before
0: but, uh, amon attacks airbender island that's gotta be a thing i love Tengen narrative compression
1: family? they're gearing for it man they got a lot of power
0: this season's gotta end with Korra losing her powers right And the next season being about her trying to redefine herself without her powers
1: i don't know man i don't, know. I don't want to avatar. i've been thinking it'd be interesting like what would the avatar be without I'm her powers sure... Okay, who Brian Smith, you'll be able to engage in this conversation with us so in such near future.
0: Yeah, we had two boys and two girls. <laughs> I love you guys for writing it. You guys are great.
1: Alright, friends, we'll take a brief break and we'll be back for the Geek Week and Review. <laughs>
0: And yeah. we keep on cracking up about how, uh, yeah, all this stuff from, Pr- uh, Prometheus, especially with Rudy Mara. Is that Charlize Theron? That was Charlize sure Theron. They well, all, they look like Commander Shepard. Whoever yeah, my... designed that movie definitely was looking at Mass Effect stuff it's when not they were designing a bad idea. Well, it's interesting because, uh, I guess suddenly we're not going to talk about Prometheus. Uh, it's interesting that like I guess this is a prequel to the original Alien film but everyone's spacesuits are really slimmed down which mm. kind of makes sense even if this is a prequel it takes place god knows how long before Alien that these are obviously well financed space explorers yeah. whereas the people in Alien They're they minors. were just oil yeah, yeah oil rig minor guys yeah. so of course they had junkier spacesuits that are like even probably yeah so I don't know
1: I'm really trying not to spoil myself on Prometheus all I know <laughs> is it's got my friend Grant has just said yeah so I've looked at all the trailers and I've read all the spoilers and I've pretty much <sighs> I've figured out the plot of the entire movie <laughs>
0: like that why is the would opposite. You do that of yourself. Some people do it. There's no guarantee it's going to be a great movie. It's Ridley Scott. It could be a terrible movie too. That's yeah. why I choose not to get too wound up. Yeah, about either phones in know. or doesn't it it well, in. Did you hear the uh, the the thing? Well, this ties into Geek geeky review uh, that he announced that the protagonist. Uh, well, the first thing is that they're bringing back Hampton Fancher, which who he was one. Let's of the let's old... start
1: let's start with the sentence from the start. A while ago, they announced they're going to do a Blade Runner spinoff. Uh, At first, it was going to be a prequel. That was the talk. Is this not going to be a prequel? Well, they said it's going to be a sequel. Oh, okay. Because there was talk. It's like first it was going to be oh it's going to be inspired by Blade Runner, kind of like how Prometheus is inspired by. <laughs> I'm glad at least they're, just they're saying like, this. And then they're like oh it's a prequel, and now they've officially come out and said it is a sequel. It is um th- now you can now you can take over.
0: Yeah, Hampton Fantry, who was one of the writers for the original uh, film, he is he's being brought back in to this is the, the phrasing this was really weird that he's going to help develop the idea for the screenplay yeah so this shows you how far off this movie is that if, if it yeah. ever comes about that they're still tr- trying to bake up basic ideas for the script yeah. much less actually he's basically it. a
1: story consultant
0: yeah exactly which that's that, that that's fine um and uh then uh, Ridley Scott came out and said he wants the the protagonist to be a female which, which
1: is yeah, cool. yeah, i'm down and everyone's for
0: predicting it's going to be uh uh the chick from Prometheus charlie Sarah because he's got a total boner i get those pace. two no yeah numi or a pace because he's got a total boner for space ladies with high cheekbones
1: it'd be really interesting if like what i know this is not what it would be but um playing like i said my my wife and i were playing max Payne. how we were talking about how interesting it would be if this character were just straight up a woman like no not, not changing it <laughs> anyway but yeah. so, like pl- and then thinking what about like blade runner well, no, like, when we were playing Max Payne, we were talking, what if Max is a woman? Yeah, oh, man, okay, yeah. Name. That was my sentence that I was trying to say. Um, anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying, like, the, the, the character that Noomi Rapace would play would actually be a woman. i well, like, okay.
1: Well, no, but I mean, like, and there was this whole conversation of, like, you never get to see, like, because what is interesting about Blade Runner to me is Deckard is essentially an unlikable, terrible person. Oh, yeah. And uh, to have an unlikable, terrible female protagonist would be a hell of a thing. Because you never get, you never really get that. That would be great.
0: Hopefully, you know what? Hopefully, Prometheus makes enough that he, uh, that really Scott has enough leeway to do a, whatever the hell he wants with yeah. a, a Blade Runner sequel. That, because he can point and say, "Hey, you know, I did this other sequel to a." One of my seminal hit science fiction movies that made a bazillion dollars. Let me do what the fuck I want with him later on the Blade Runner movie, and hopefully he can be free to do whatever. What yeah. is
1: it on the West Wing where, whenever the president is going to go out, it's like the question is if it's, is it going to be President Bartlett on stage or is it going to be Uncle Fluffy? Is that or something what it is? like that, yeah. That's always what it is with Ridley Scott. You hope it's Ridley Scott directing it.
0: You know? I forgot
1: about that. I need to watch the West Wing
0: again! <laughs> yeah, That's a good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because Ridley Scott, he's, he, when he's on fire, he's on fire. If not, then he might as well not even fucking show up because yeah. it's like, brr. Yeah. Brr.
1: So uh, that's exciting. So, yeah. Um, we're, we're, I'm tentatively pumped. Yeah, and Prometheus, man. I'm I'm not good at scary movies, but I'm gonna go see well, that's Prometheus. More, that's
0: not, at least that's not a really horror movie. It's more like, at least the first alien movie. is a suspense movie. It's a thriller more than a horror movie. So and... i my pants regardless.
1: But I'm gonna try and go be brave. Well, that's cool. Because it looks so great.
0: I'm excited. Uh oh, man, you don't—you're not going to care about this at all. But, Go for it, Bill. Um, someone has invented a game called Artemis. It's a uh, do-it-yourself Star Trek bridge simulator video game. It's mm-hmm. only for the PC right now, which yeah. drives me nuts. Uh, oh, there's supposedly there's uh, on the actual Artemis website, which I forget what it is. They they recommend a couple different emulators that will let you play the game on a Mac. But what this is is you get like five to six people together and you like Mm -hmm. network your computers together yeah and uh there's a main view screen that like everyone you're supposed to get a big hd tv and like that's the view screen of like kind of like the enterprise even though this is not star trek related like it's it's called Artemis artemis but obviously this is next to best thing to calling it uss enterprise game and so everyone gets their laptops out and their laptops are essentially the workstations on the bridge of of the starship and so you have one person in charge of the weapons one person in charge of engineering and there's like uh not only is there, like, like, a little, like, game baked into the game, but then you can kind of create your own story, so you can uh-huh. pretend to, like, like, oh, we're gonna go fight these aliens over here, and then, you know, like, we're getting attacked. Like, if we were to play it here at, a, at my place, like, I like I could be the engineering in charge of, like, making sure the shields stay up, and, like, you could be playing, and you could be in charge of, like, actually firing the phasers and stuff, and JoJo could be captain. Mm. That's a great idea for a game! It's yeah. $40, but that $40 gives you a license to install the game on six different computers, so you can That's network nice. them. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, no, that's a great idea for a game. I'll probably that's never cute. get it to play it unless I bring it out from Mac. Yeah. Unless I can figure out how to do a, a Windows emulation. But that's a great game. Especially with all the Star Trek fans we know. Yeah. That's like, awesome, especially JoJo. JoJo's a Star Trek fan. He, yeah. he owns this house. And we've got a big living room upstairs with a giant 40-inch t- television. It'd be perfect. Yeah. We got it. We're crazy if we do not try that sometime. You don't care about Star Trek. But everyone else, yeah.
1: There's so many games that abstractly sound great to me, but I don't actually want to play.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> one of them. Did you see Tycho or uh, what's his name from Penny Arcade flipping out about board games all night tonight on Twitter? Yeah,
1: well, they had an au- at some uh, auction for child's play they, oh, is like, that like you called? could you could play have an evening of gaming with Penny Arcade. Oh, okay. So these are
0: the winners. There's one called like Lord of Winterfell or something like that. Uh, what's his name was. Did
1: you hear about all the rape shit that happened with the rape Ugh, card game? I don't even know if I want to talk about no, this. No, we
0: don't want to talk about the rape bento game. Guess what?
1: Anytime um uh, uh, Gabe from Penny Arcade mentions rape, it gets really uncomfortable. That's all it boils down to Penny Arcade, please never discuss rape in any context ever. I know yet.
0: Jerry doesn't really say anything, but it's all
1: well, you know.
0: Jerry but what do Mike you do when your friend when
1: your friend you know, I know starts yeah, yeah, yeah. shit yeah, yeah. you know?
0: You can't come out against him. Uh, speaking and stuff that is awesome and will never be terrible, Lance Henriksen and uh, Trisha Helfer, who I spelled in the show notes Trasher Heffer, <laughs> uh, have uh, recorded new material for the Mass Effect 3 this Extended Cut. This would be cut, Admiral, I mean. Admiral Hackett and Needy. Yeah. So at least they're confirmed to be doing... I'm sure they'll probably bring back everybody and they'll be like... Who knows what the hell this Extended Cut bullshit is going to be, but it's nice to see that they're actually in production of it and... Well, yeah. Material has been recorded. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's supposed to be out by the end of the summer. I was going to so. say,
1: dude, they're booking on it. I guarantee. Yeah.
0: Although the interview I just uh, heard with uh, Commander Shepard, Lady Plays uh, Interview, she was like, I haven't, they haven't even talked to me yet. She's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, what right. are what you expect? Like, she needs the gasp, the death rattle. She's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? breathing at the end of the game that doesn't necessarily mean that you why know, would they put that in there if that doesn't mean something because
1: it's gonna feed into a sequel uh, or blah blah you blah. know what sucks mass effect fuck the you end. i'm no you cannot talk negatively about mass effect i don't give a shit uh, fuck you i love mass, it's effect. mass effect i
0: love your mass effect except that, that ending was bad anyway Ugh. what else
1: who is Phil Tippett and why should I give him $40,000? are oh, we're going to do a Star Wars podcast next week. You don't know who Phil
0: Tippett is. Phil, you're hey, the Star hey, Wars nerd. Annie, hey, why are you not a 35-year-old white guy who <laughs> grew up with Star Wars? How dare you? No, uh, Phil Tippett... Okay, I'm going to eat my food before I talk. Stop eating during the podcast. That was the rudest thing I've ever heard in a podcast, oh, and I, know, I, I, I just did it. You
1: know, I, I this week I worked on our podcast blog, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to take this kind of seriously. I'm going to think about branding. I'm going to think about colors and what that means and, like, what kind of mood I want to convey. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to approach this with a small amount of professionalism. I just need to get something in me. Bill just eats an
0: apple. I'm <laughs> so glad we don't take a
1: break in the middle of the podcast where you could get any sort of Why Why does
0: Brian Smith's email saying, congratulations, you won lots of core? Uh, anyway, uh, no, yes. Bill T- <laughs> it was Bill Bill Tippett. Tippett. He was a creature designer and a stop motion animator on the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, and he is pretty much the heir to the stop motion throne that was once held by Ray Harryhausen and Willis O'Brien. Okay. And uh, he's the guy who did all the animation for, like, the AT-AT walkers and the Empire Strikes Back. He animated the holographic 3D chessboard in the original Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. He animated all the at walkers and stuff. Oh, wow. And uh, he was, went on, and uh, his company, he and his company actually did uh, all the animation for the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. They do CG stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like, he... Instead of the stop motion, but, like, he also yeah. did all the creatures in, like, uh, Starship Troopers. Okay. He's still a creature designer, but, yeah, he's translated all of his skills to CGI stuff. Sure. But, yeah, he started a Kickstarter, a $40,000 Kickstarter. This sounds weird. To produce a 12-minute stop motion film mad called Mad God. Mm-hmm. And he says, says, says this will be a piece of a larger film. And so it sounds like the $40,000 Kickstarter is just for this, like, demo, the 12-minute slice of the movie, mm-hmm. and maybe he can use that as a demo reel to maybe get the rest of it financed into Hollywood or something. I'm not quite sure, hmm. but that's still, I'm glad to see he's he's doing something, and it's going to be all pure old-school, stuff, like, stop-motion animation with, like, puppets and everything yeah. like that. So that's cool. I'm glad to see he's still trekking around.
1: So Scott C. is coming out with a great showdowns book which is fantastic. So if y'all are missing out on this, um, uh, on the Tumblr is great. I love Scott C. Scott C is a great artist. He was an uh, artist for Double Fine. Um, he did one of my favorite mini comics in the world, name of which I can't remember now, but it was my, I got it at one time I went to San Diego. It was my favorite mini comic of all time. I liked it so much I went back and bought five copies and gave them out to friends immediately. That's how much I liked it. Anyway, Scotty is great. He did a great series on Tumblr called um, a Great Showdowns that were just great showdowns, usually for movies, maybe some TV shows. And just just like
0: pop culture stuff. Yeah. Really
1: simple watercolor, just like one or two figures just facing each other. Yeah. and they're it's always great and they're just staring
0: at it they're not even fighting they're not it's doing just, anything they're it's just, just like Spider-Man there. hanging out with the Green Goblin yeah and, but his, his renditions of all those characters are hilarious his art is just great this, I love
1: Scott C. I guess
0: uh, mid-May is the time all the book companies announce their books are coming out for fall because that's like that's a half the geek news this week it was just like oh this book is coming out oh this book is coming out blah blah yeah. blah so yeah but uh, uh, Scott C's Great Showdowns book is also has a forward it's coming out October 30th and has a forward by Neil Patrick Harris
1: what's great about Great Showdowns is it's one of those books that's very like has been kind of a comics niche sort of person yeah that is totally marketable to other people like that is a book you can get your uncle you know who who it's silly things. drawn by the
0: guy who designed half double fine it's kind of
1: like hark of vagrant it's a book i can give my mom yeah it makes me excited
0: i'm
1: super pumped about it
0: um Ali moss has a book of pop culture silhouettes coming out again another like pop culture comic book video game friendly artist coming out with a big book of like oh here's this thing you saw before in my style and so Ali moss he... you, see,
1: you, make, you make them
0: sound so shitty that's because i do some of this shit and i don't have a lot of self-esteem uh no but Ali moss he's a poster designer yeah um you people have probably seen his stuff he does a lot of like very silhouette high contrast stuff he's a very easy he's a very cool graphic designer yeah and uh, he did the cover for resistance 3 which mm-hmm. is funny because all that is is an orange background with a white skull on it monster skull yeah it wasn't bad it was kind of mm-hmm. simple uh, but yeah, no. So he's he's got a book that is nothing of like, kind of like what Scotty is doing, where it's like a bunch of characters just hanging out for pop culture. It's silhouettes of like movies, movie characters and comic book characters and mm-hmm. stuff. Silhouettes done in like the old Victorian style, yeah, like paper cut. Yeah, paper cut. Like yeah. So. It's kind of where to avoid copyright, yeah, don't show
1: any details. <laughs> That's it. But that seems um, cool. That the other exciting <gasps> book news this week is um Oh my god. A deluxe edition of Finder Talisman is being published by Dark Horse and it looks like the book in Talisman. So Finder I don't know if Man. we talked about Finder. Finder is a great I think we
0: have, but whatever.
1: Here's here's the cliff notes version. Finder is a fantastic comic that is dense as fuck and really hard to enter into. Because it's kind of hardcore sci fi in that you are plunged in the world and you gotta kinda keep up with it.
0: Finder's a black and white a science fiction uh, comic book that was originally self-published by Carlos Bieg McNeil. It's about it the, such a badass. It's about this whole city that it, it, it exists in this like sterilized bubble city,
1: yeah. kind of thing. It's pseudo post-apocalyptic. It ish. doesn't seem
0: to take place in our world, but kind of like the world next door where they yeah. have a lot of our technology, but there's a lot of like in our mythology. There's a lot of monsters and weird creatures running around and genetic therapy and cybernetic implants and all kinds of crazy stuff. And her, uh, ar-
1: her art is so appealing and her composition is so great.
0: But the book that everyone recommends that everyone should start out with when they're... the accessible. Yeah, the uh, accessible, get, yeah, the accessible the, everyone's waypoint into this series is a graphic novel she, co- uh, she created called Talisman, which wasn't even the first thing she did. Yeah. But it's just a great introduction to the world. Uh, Talisman is the story of this, uh, girl named Marcy Grosner, mm-hmm. uh, who befriends a guy named Jaeger, who's, he just wanders the world and gets in all kinds of scrapes and adventures and stuff. Yeah. He's kind and, of, uh, uh,
1: Marcy's mom's itinerant boyfriend. That's really. Yeah.
0: And so what happens, Marcy's like this 12 year old girl and this guy Jaeger shows up every once in a while, just out of the blue and, uh, <laughs> fucks his, fu- fucks her mom. But, you know, but while he's doing that, he'll also take time to tell her stories. Yeah. Uh, from the storybook that he, he he carries around with him. And uh, so this becomes a big thing for her whenever this guy Jaeger shows up as the story time she has with this guy. And there's
1: almost like a Princess Bridean element to it because it's kind of yeah. like in the Princess Bride where it's like the good parts version. Well, basically, what Jaeger, it turns out, is doing is just telling her. <laughs> no,
0: like, don't! Wait, don't spoil it because that's the. Okay, we
1: spoil everything in the boy no, podcast. No, but the talisman
0: thing is, is... Yeah, that's that's kind of like the whole crux of the... Then I... She's kind of transported by these stories and, and it there's, there's to complications and stuff. Yeah. But this... this it's great. Dark Horse is putting out a special edition of this talis the finder talisman uh, graphic novel... Which is it's all a hardcover and done up to look like story storybook. It's it's pretty, great. which kind of looks like the book from the Neverending Story, but that's intentional because the whole yeah. this whole story is riffing off of like Finder stories very and stuff. much. So is
1: a synthesis of pop culture in a weird way, like a really smart synthesis of pop culture, but pop culture throughout time. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I, somebody on Twitter when I posted the story about the Finder talisman thing with they 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 looked at the book and they're like, oh, it looks like Neverending Story. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, it's, it is. it's riffing off a Neverending Story and Peter Pan and all these other. But yeah, no, it's fantastic. Uh, well, there it, the talisman is also just coming out as a book for like twenty bucks. But the yeah, this this deluxe edition that's that's known to look up like a uh, Yeager's book yeah. it is like a seventy dollar thing. But yeah. man, I'm gonna buy a copy. Cause, it's <laughs>
1: exciting. I'm just excited the talisman because yeah, just that's well, the one you that's can give great, to people. But and also say, just as an binder. object to
0: hold in my hand, a book that looks like Marcy's book. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I want yeah. that on my shelf. It's
1: nice when cool niche nerd things happen. Yeah. This is a dream come true. That
0: seems largely responsible, uh, from uh, Rachel editing. He's a great editor, dark, course of course. She's, she's, good. she's a good
1: lady. All right, And other nerd news, Aaron Sorkin is writing a Steve Jobs movie. This is not, as Bill's notes says, um, cannily... Is it? it is it the same one, What's-His-Face, starring in... No, this is not the one with Ashton Kutcher. There are more So Warren, there are Steve Jobs, Jobs movies. movies coming out, yeah. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. I just love that Aaron Sorkin's new job is to writing books about uh, asshole web bubble people. Yep. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Aaron Sorkin. Have you seen the trailers for his new show?
0: No, I heard about it. Is it looking it good? looks
1: like an Aaron Sorkin show. Aaron Sorkin is funny. Lot, He's like of a, lots
0: of walking, talking about it. Walking, talking t- behind the scenes of a TV show. It can't
1: be worse than Studio 60. I had a man. Studio no, dude, 60. I, I, I was also like, this is terrible. It but It could have
0: been something.
1: I like what I. What upset Aaron me Sorkin's most is funny, that there were element of it. See, that was the problem. That was the ultimately the problem with Studio 60 is it was about the importance of vital comedy on a show that wasn't funny. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was like, uh, Tina Fey's joke where she was seen in a dress. She's like, the dress yeah. is beautiful. And she's like, yeah, you know, Aaron Sorkin is wearing the same dress across town, but it's twice as long and, but not funny.
0: What's the news show about?
1: It's about, uh, a dude who's a newscaster on like a 24 hour network thing and he
0: goes rogue. <gasps> it looks, I mean, it looks, it's, it's, so it's like an, sports night It's with handguns. Yeah. pretty much with assassination it's 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 like um what's his name Um, man sports night man i got to watch that again sometime yeah it's got what's her face who's awesome it does have what's her face is felicity huffman yes she was great is that robert guillaume who plays uh what's her face's dad in the half-life games before he had a stroke so what else was last week alex oh you hate half-life i forgot about that what are you
1: talking about here? What's on this? this? note? Tokyo is relaxing the requirements to acquire a fugu blowfish preparation license. Yeah, you didn't know, From having it's... to take two years of classes and then passing a notoriously difficult test to just taking a one-day class. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like. So uh, there was an episode of The Simpsons about this where uh, Homer said, Well, this is a real-world thing where in Tokyo, or in Japan in general... They serve blowfish, but it's got a lot of poisonous toxins in like, its right. liver and stuff like that. So uh, whoever prepares this blowfish, which is known as fugu, I guess, I don't know, I don't read like really wild well these days. Uh, but no, this blowfish stuff, I guess if you make the wrong cut, will leak all this poison into the rest of the meat mm-hmm. and kill people who try to eat it. So this food's like a crazy fucking delicacy. And historically, uh, and justifiably so, Tokyo has had laws requiring anyone who wants to even pretend to want to be a uh, chef in the fugu blowfish business, mm-hmm. they have to uh, attend two years' worth of classes and, yeah, pass a super rigorous test in front of a bunch of uh, live panel to show them that, yes, you can uh, prepare this meal without getting anyone killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess Tokyo says, well, there hasn't been that many people who have been killed by this dish in the last couple of years, so we're going to relax the uh, the laws uh, like in regards to... How easy it is to get a license to prepare this stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so they've they changed it. And so two years of classes, you have you can take a one day class and you will get your That's license. ridiculous to be able to serve fugu, blow poison, blowfish. That is in Japan, a one you know you and, you and I we could fly to Japan <laughs> and within a week come back and we could be licensed to Tokyo fugu.
1: We we will have spent more time in the air than we will have spent learning food we'll preparation. Have the license. It's yeah, ridiculous. that is intense. Seafood's terrible. <laughs>
0: I'll stick with fish sticks So, yeah that, Oh, my happy. exciting
1: thing to have this week I'm really excited Speaking of books that have been announced They announced um, the release date for Cop Killer
0: Oh, yeah fucking,
1: Okay, so there's this I think I, I may have talked about these in the past There's a series of, of books I can't go Oh, this is the third There's a book called Cop K-O-P that's like a sci-fi... So for those of y'all who may have caught on to this, oh, I really God. like shitty detective stuff, like, <laughs> real bad. I love it. That is why, ultimately... It's my favorite. I can't make... I, I actually liked Max Payne's terrible hard-boiled narration because I, I have a, I'm i a huge sucker for that shit. So Cop is about a cop on this, um, this shitty planet... It filled with corruption, and he was a super corrupt cop He befriends this woman Who's new to the police force And is all fresh-eyed and bushy-tailed And, and she's trying to be a good cop And he realizes he's going to have to do all the bad cop stuff Around her in order to protect her And so there are two books, and they're both a lot of fun And they're coming out with third in June And I'm super pumped If um, any of you are also prone to sci-fi and uh, nor bullshit Pick up the cop books How's it spelled? K.O.P.
0: So I enjoy So, there needs to be a sequel
1: called well, it's like, the first one was called Cop. The second one was called X Cop. <laughs> now this
0: is Cop Killer. Like, it's it's ridiculous. The one, I love one them. needs to be. Uh, cop Ectate. So when people say, hey, how do you spell that book? You say K O I love cop.
1: cop. I love it. Who? Love Wait, it. who writes this? I can't remember his name. It's, these are the only books he's written.
0: Cop. Cop. Oh Cap Killer.
1: Cop Killer. When's that coming out? June. I'm
0: pumped. i mean, going
1: I may actually go ahead and buy the Kindle version. Because I'm like, I don't want a hardcover
0: are you going to read it on your iPod? I may. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It'll be, the first it'll be, time it'll I'll be I'll a $10
0: bought... experiment. Can... It'll, yeah,
1: it'll be the first time I've bought an actual book on an e Because, I mean, I've bought like, romance novels on an e-book, but that's only
0: because I don't want it on my bookshelf, you know? It's like, no one needs to know. Oh, man. Uh La La Land Records is releasing a three-disc edition of the Star Trek The Motion Picture soundtrack on June 5th that includes uh, Jerry Goldsmith's original uh, take of the title theme hmm. that was turned down because it sounded too nautical. Interesting. Uh, just, uh, uh, again, I've talked about soundtracks before on the podcast because I am a soundtrack nut, and uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture score is just known to be just a, just a really kick-ass. It's probably one of the best Star Trek score. Yeah. And one of the better sci-fi movie scores because it's really big, sweeping, and majestic. And yeah. Yeah. It's just it's really pretty. So this is a three-disc special edition. That's awesome. Yeah, so. Jerry I'm Gold so Smith. excited for you, Bill. Yeah, more music! I already own three-quarters of the music. <laughs> Watch Bill spend thirty five dollars just to get like, like two tracks. I know exactly two really but good this tracks.
1: The original though. version, I know, right? Though yeah, I could know. be
0: all remastered and shit. Or I could just get it off of Mike. He'll buy it. <laughs> um, what's the last thing here? We got. You read it. I'm the Retro it, Game
1: Master, the Game Center CX Collection has an official release date, September 18th. Yes.
0: We've talked about this Retro yes. Game Master. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm, again, I'm excited. It's about you.
0: Master Arino. You know, it's a TV show in Tokyo, which you could watch while eating your poison as a food or blowfish, <laughs> where this guy uh, named Arino, he has to play through old video games and beat them. Yeah. And he wants to kill himself <laughs> half the time because he's not very good at video games. But yeah, no, this TV show's uh, coming out in the United States. Yeah, they just uh, I've talked about that before, but it just finally got an official release date for September 18th. Which I guess I'll be watching that instead of going to PAX this year, because tickets sold out, and this is right after PAX. Yep. So, oh yeah, oh no 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're oh no like, this is also the show they also had on kotaku for a while yeah. did you watch anyone while I was on kotaku uh, for someone who uh
1: has made web content i have never watched like video web content i have never watched video web content
0: why because i'm always on my
1: touch and nothing none of this is compliant mm. with my touch so if we start so that's Paneriki the reason why i've TV only show, watched it's the, Paneriki, not be the, the series well, it's like that's the only that's why I only really watch Penny Arcade the series because that's on the touch.
0: Well, did we already talk about this? Did I, did I leave my Penny Arcade DVD series at your house?
1: You've accused me of this a couple of times. I do not have it. Them. Is
0: gone? I don't I know do what happened to it. Did I eat it? Not I. With my peanut butter chocolate. Dish. I looked all through my house. Oh man, I saw a homemade recipe today for homemade Reese's peanut butter eggs from Easter. Really? Yeah. I shouldn't be trying shit like that. And I was like, (laughs) if I can can learn how to make Reese's cups at home, Bill, just you need to avoid this, Bill. I know. I'm just like, that's that's the bad. It's like finding out the secret of the atom bomb.
1: Oh my God! All right, friends, you did it once again. You wasted your time listening to the Boy Howdy podcast, but we, as always, we <sighs> appreciate your listening. We are at Boy Howdy Podcast on the Twitter. Yeah,
0: check out our new uh, website that Annie, the, the the lovely and awesome Annie, redesigned. Yeah, boyhowdy boy dot org. org. Yeah,
1: um, uh, you can email us howdy at boyhowdy.org.
0: There's no functional changes to the blog or anything, right?
1: Um, I, I there's a search engine now, and I put in some
0: archives a little better. And yeah, it's definitely cleaner it's, than the old version. Yeah, it looks prettier. It's pretty much. And he actually yeah. put some design effort into it. Yeah, like the background looks there nice. I mean, Yeah, look, your Annie's. You can't see Annie right now, but she's wearing a t-shirt that is her. The, the, it's my nice. It's my pearl snap western shirt that is bad the.
1: Yeah, you look like you can going out for ribs or water burger right That's now. Right. With the flower goal.
0: in your hair? Annie, you look very nice with the flower in your
1: That's hair. That's great. Right. My wife gave me a rose on my way over and put, yeah. put, me, put my hair. So, so, anyway, everybody, that was the
0: Boy Howdy Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. Okay, we'll be back next week uh, with our Star uh, 35th we'll anniversary Star, star Wars. Wars episode. Even if Mike doesn't show up. Oh, my God. How much do you care about Star Wars? I, I grew up yeah, on Star Wars. Yeah, you like Star Wars.
1: Okay. I, mean, it's, I just I, want
0: to gauge my own <laughs> shit against like yours you know, so you I don't You know overwhelm. that I enjoy Star Wars. Let me put it this way. I my... tend to get blinded by my affection for Star Wars. So I don't want to hurt you. We need a safe word for next week. <laughs> a Star Wars safe word so I don't break your leg back and down Alright friends, we'll see you all next week. It's not
1: real sex. I'm just saying. It's context doesn't matter. Have you ever told I'm, you that story? What's this? Con, sex, Con doesn't matter. sex doesn't matter? Convention sex doesn't matter. What the hell is That'll this? be a story I tell next week. That's like dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> Talk to oh y'all oh next oh week, oh. guys.